0: everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the chat. As always, I'm your panel moderator, Casey, and tonight we have so much to discuss, especially about these four soaps. But before we get into everything, let's say hello to our co-host, Alan, how you doing?
1: Okay, you do not to be dead, so that's good. <laughs> good
0: for you. <laughs> and then, Tiggs, how you doing, darling? I'm doing pretty good. Alrighty. Awesome. Well, you probably won't be doing pretty good as the first soap we're hitting up is the bold and the beautiful. Hmm. So let's discuss some casting news though, because the show's got a lot of casting news going on. Um, Patrick Duffy is back as the Logan patriarch, Stephen, and he's also bringing along his real life girlfriend, Linda Pearl. And then Tracy Bregman is crossing over for the first time in a long time which i know people are very happy about so alan what do you think of patrick duffy coming back for a pair of episodes in november and what do you think of lauren finmore making her way back to la
1: i'm just gonna visit for patrick duffy because it's been a long time since brook said her father hopefully i actually utilize him in scenes that just won't be real crying over ridge's cock but doing brad bell that's i don't know why rich left me Ugh. because bradwell loves her crying but he spent all fucking year crying i don't know why i drank now it's i don't know why rich left me Ugh. but i'm hoping they actually do something Lauren and it's actually a worthwhile story not just some hit and miss shit
0: do you yeah. think it could be donna and eric's
1: wedding potentially Ooh. Maybe. Hopefully that actually does something to do with Sheila, but that would make too much like something too much sense for the show.
0: <laughs> and then uh speaking of Sheila, Alan, what do you think of Tracy Bregman on her way back to the show?
1: Yeah, like, if they actually do something with Lauren and fucking Sheila, that'd be great. But I don't have high like, hopes for a show, because so it's, such a, it's such a fucking mess. And this show would be easier to show to fucking write, because all the bands expect is a scandal amongst the fashion houses, and I can't even deliver that. You just have people obsessing over their parents' sex lives. That's what I do on the show now. Mm-hmm. And it's pathetic.
0: Oh, and today was just flat out awful. I don't know if you two watched today, but oh my god. The whole episode, I shit you not, the whole episode was about how at the in the first scene, Paris and Hope caught Thomas at the office in his boxers because he rode his bike to work and was changing. And so then Paris got super hot for Thomas and Hope said, oh, well, I mean, he is good-looking. And then at the end of the episode today, Thomas said to Hope, oh, I heard you find me good-looking. That was the entire 19 minutes of today's show. I wish I was kidding. (laughs) Um, But anyway, Tiggs, do you think with Lauren coming back that there might be a bright light in the dark tunnel?
2: I would hope so, because that should that gotta be the only reason they would bring her back. Like, Lauren don't give a fuck about Eric and Donna getting back together. But that's stupid. So they're not gonna bring her back. Is so for Lauren, I mean, for Sheila, it's like, no, like they're celebrating Kimlin Brown's 30th anniversary, you know, crossing over the bold. It's YNR's 50th season. CBS. Use the one fucking good brain cell you have left. But I'm not holding my breath.
0: I mean, that's a good way to put it, though. And, you know, we're also coming up on Tracy Bregman's 40th of playing Lauren. And hello, a huge part of her history was Sheila. Um, And so it needs to happen. And. You know, like Alan mentioned, it would be interesting if Sheila does have something to do with Eric and Donna's wedding, which would be very textbook Sheila. And it would make sense if Lauren crossed over for Eric's wedding. And so have Sheila have something to do there. Um, That would be really interesting for her to reveal herself back from the dead for the hundredth time. Um, So, yeah, I would really enjoy that. And then Tiggs, what do you also think of Patrick Duffy coming back?
2: You know, I was just thinking about him like the other day. Like, I wonder why. I wonder what he's up to. I wonder why like Bold hasn't brought him back for anything. So we'll see. I really don't want none of his grown ass AARP getting ass children crying over nothing. Brooke is (laughs) sixty. Katie and Donna in their fifties. Don't mind want to see. Well, well, Katie's almost there,
0: but don't. I was going to say Katie's like four to seven,
2: <laughs> but it's just like, like no, like like Bill is a great grand. Bill, Lord. Stephen is a great grandfather. <laughs> he don't want to hear that shit.
0: Exactly. I know they so, did try to. They did try to get him back a few years ago when they went to uh, Amsterdam. I think it was um, because he was over there and he couldn't do it at the time. So I'm really happy that he's finally available. Um, and it, either way, I'm just going to be happy to see Patrick Duffy back on my screen. But let's hope that for these pair of episodes, the show actually kind of utilizes him. Mm-hmm. Um And I'm interested to see how Linda Pearl is gonna, you know, play a role in it. It's gonna.
2: Okay, Linda (laughs) Pearl said, "I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, but I'm gonna cast these checks." Okay, (laughs) she said, "Okay, I'm done with the Disney check now, bitch. Gonna cash a Paramount check because I'm tired of this shit." She like, "Look, a bitch didn't work for a little while, but I'm back in the game and I'm still in the game." (laughs) I'm like, "I know that's right, Linda." She said. God damn it. Me and Patrick trying to go to Peru next summer. Shit, I need to say with these coins. Not Peru. Pop on a days <laughs> next and
1: then Jean hop on over to the Restless. <laughs> okay. Shit.
2: Linda Pearl. Shit.
0: It's the resurgence of Linda Pearl for me.
2: <laughs> and, and you know what? I wouldn't be mad since we're dealing with Leo. I wouldn't be mad if she came on to Zionicobo. Because, like, y'all know I love me some Judith Chapman, but... Uh,
0: mm, let's, not, let's not go there. Let's please. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, before we move on to our next topic, guess what, you guys? Emmy Morgan is back. Hey. 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 Sorry.
3: Sorry, I was late coming. I, mean, I apologize. Oh, it's okay. It's Wait, okay, it's girl. Don't pray
2: We said
0: hello. Oh, hi. i miss y'all we miss you (laughs) how have you been how you been doing
3: oh perfect i'm on my week-long vacation right now um it's been it's been a doozy um a lot has happened we'll probably talk about it so i don't want to ruin it but a lot has happened this week
0: yes definitely well we're glad you're here so you can breathe and, and you can talk soaps with us. And we can just, you know, focus on the fictional lives of these
2: characters. <laughs> yeah, I always love having a woman's point of view because it's a woman's genre. And, you know, it, it's nice change of pace from having, and- you know, a sissy, you know, squawking about these soul in. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say what I think he said? Yes, I did. I'm keeping oh, it real. Oh my god! I Man, You sound so tired. <laughs> like,
3: said, look, look, goddamn
2: If you don't know now, you know,
3: goddamn Yeah, that's You're true.
2: Five host on this podcast, and all five of us is some motherfucking fudge package. Y'all know what it <laughs> is Shit!
0: Get away from me!
1: Go. we um, all wear glasses. For some I, reason, there's some nearsighted bitches. Right. Yeah, all that's
2: true. Us, all of us like dick and we can't Line see detail. shit. Stop. Oh my God. Okay, cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. Five blonde mice. <laughs> you know, Big
3: oh, brings up a good point though. This genre is catering to women 18 to 49 and none of the storylines are catered to women 18 to 49. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. kind of crazy. Every woman's raped on days. Uh, Women empower on YNR, but don't support each other. It's just so crazy to me how this genre is built for a certain audience, but never catered to that certain audience.
0: Not for a very long time. In a <laughs>
3: yeah. very long time. Okay. Ooh,
1: hmm. and all head writers are men. Okay, oh,
0: yeah. that all part. The writers, all the EPs,
3: that part.
0: And it's here's the thing: it's the worst men in the genre. Well. I'll oh. give Ron Calivardi a break. Yeah, give oh, him, give him yeah. his due. I'll his give him his flowers, flowers um, yes.
3: because he has. No, a fuck
2: that, fuck oh. that. Oh. Oh. No, oh, no, no, Damn. Tig no. Damn,
3: Tiggs just snatched no, him out of his fuck hand. That.
2: No, Damn. fuck that. After what he did to Craig and Nancy, he can kiss my ass too. Yeah, that's but I true. think
0: we're looking at full, you know, resumes here, and his full true. resume is certainly. Easier to digest than Josh Griffith, right. who has been done in this genre for about the past fifteen years of his career,
3: but he you is- know what Josh Griffith awful. will never do? He would never write a gay man snatching off a a, a woman's wig that's, that's because it's
0: c b
2: s and we don't have gays period mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Mariah yeah, we and do.
2: Tessa.
0: no because we do
2: we we have we have left means politely adopting children
0: politely <laughs> adopt. Mariah politely Tessa- adopting. Mariah and Tessa can't even be each other's wives because the word wife gets cut out of the CBS live airing. So Oh
3: my god. Yeah. Well, he said politely adopting. I'm done with him. And then
0: Brad Bell hasn't had a fresh story in seventeen years.
3: So Um, Yeah.
1: Doesn't mean the fresh story was Maya. That's it.
3: True, you're you're not, and wrong. you know what?
0: I can't really even give him credit for that because that was mostly Patrick Mulcahy and Michelle Valjean. So,
3: and that was an afterthought. Let's just keep it real. She wasn't built trans from day one. That was an afterthought. Yeah, it was an
0: afterthought to shock us. And right. granted, it was a great shock, and in my opinion, Maya is one of my favorite all-time B and B characters from the trans story. But it was built to. It, it was built to be some wacky, tacky story had Patrick mm-hmm. and Michelle not stepped in. Because where my where am I at now? Yeah, where's she at? Mm. Where's her children? Brooke's real
2: grandchildren.
0: Okay. Where?
2: <laughs> it oh, okay, because goddamn shit that the uh Lo, that that damn baby named Logan. Yeah, like like goddamn Britta's son got to be about seventeen. Shit. Yeah, Logan, true. Lizzie. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm sure Jack. Look, considering how long Jack's been alive, he ought to be sore assed with the kid by now. I would assume sure. Jack, if he were to come back, would be like thirty now.
3: Yep, you're right. Mm. But oh, to the well. Um. So yep.
0: anyway, B. Speaking of B and B, though, what are your thoughts on Tracy Bregman crossing over and Patrick Duffy coming back as Stephen?
3: Um, I thought Stephen died. Was
2: I wrong about that? No, that was Beth. No, that was Beth. No, oh, okay, that was that was um that was when, um, they, that that was was when they had when they when they yeah. brought her on and she was younger than Brooke and she died. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> died in
0: the pool, didn't
2: she?
3: Um, but
0: ah. yeah, that was when Marla Adams was the last to play Beth, and Beth comes back and she's fifty five years old.
3: So, where's Stephen been this whole time? Um, fucking. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Linda, fucking Linda Pearl. <laughs> Linda Pearl, that woman's been married 17 times. I love her. I miss her. So- I'm so glad she's going to be on the show. <laughs> but they made a big stink about Ted King coming back, and look where that was. So,
0: well, Patrick's just going to be for a pair of episodes in November.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: yeah, he's not coming back. But Patrick said, I don't want that.
3: And um, baby, this Tracy thing should have happened. A year ago, five years ago, when Sheila first I,
0: came back,
3: I mean, it, it took long enough, book, but finally, just finally, give Tracy something to do other than pushing up her boobies at Sally and, and <laughs> her boobies. Bitch, I don't like you for what you did this summer. Bitch, she didn't even. She was a good employee. So Why me, you hate her? Okay,
0: so what? let me ask you guys this: so five years ago, when Sheila came back, mm-hmm. um. Sally Sussman was the writer, and then it transitioned into Mal Young. Mm-hmm. So, discussing Mao Young, who would you who would you guys have trusted to write this
3: crossover more, Mal Young or Josh Griffith? I'll
4: say Ma- Mal Young.
3: Oh, <laughs> Mal. of course. If you I, now, I thought you were going to say Sally or no, I was
2: going to say Sally Sussman. Uh,
3: yeah, but Malin, Malin, Josh, honey, Malo, they, well, of Mal all day. I'll Mao now. That he's off Mal, the show,
2: I trust him. Sally okay. was
0: ending her tenure at the show yeah. when she did come back. Because yeah. Sheila came back last year, like September. I mean, not mm-hmm. last year, five years ago.
3: Um, mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: it would have been down to Mal or Josh Griffith, really, for the comparison.
3: Mal, because Josh, look what he did to Sally. He, he has not played her backstory at all. He skipped beats and stories that he even creates himself. Nah. Nah, I don't I don't trust him to tell me the time of day, honey. I would check that, too. <laughs> Fuck him. And his favorite color.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a, not a favorite color.
3: Yeah, just hope it ain't green, because that's my favorite color, too.
2: Oh,
0: um, it probably is, bastard, just despite you. Bastard fucking Josh. So, meanwhile, in terms of story going on on B&B, or lack thereof, um, <clears throat> Ridge wants an annulment from Brooke. Uh, even
2: even <laughs> though I you know can what? only Somebody get. He's been married to for the better part of 20, 25 years. Even even you can Brooke, only get. He's been married to Brooke and Taylor for the better part of 25, 30 motherfucking years. How the fuck you got to goddamn annulment? So you can you didn't only just get. Be Brooke two years last year. You can only mm-hmm. get
0: an annulment um, 90 days into a marriage, and they've been married mm-hmm. since February 2018. Um, yeah,
1: you can also get a number of of so fraud, and that's not the situation mm-hmm. here. He just wants to fuck Taylor now.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, So, Alan, what are you thinking of Ridge winning the annulment and Taylor buying the beach house back for them?
1: Fuckless. You know what's going to happen. He's going to cry for a few months, oh, why did Ridge leave me? And then it's going to come out that Thomas made a CPS call. Then Rich is going to be off the hook for being an asshole and he's going to go crawling back to Brooke We're not really crawling because Rich can't be the bad guy ever, even though he is. This piece of shit show uses to hold him accountable for his shitty actions.
0: Well, and then, just in case you didn't know Thomas called CPS, they replayed the flashback every day for you, including today's Mm-mm. episode. Mm-mm. Um... So, Tiggs, what are you thinking of?
1: Destiny breaking up again.
2: Uh, This is just, it's so fucking stupid. Ridge King getting an ornament from Brooke. You're doing all this shit off of a misunderstanding. Thomas is 37 years old doing this bullshit. It's
4: stupid.
2: It's stupid. Just go where the chemistry is. Torsen K has chemistry with Krista Allen. Just be done with it and put Ridge and Taylor together. And I'm not even saying this as a Tridge fan. I'm just being a realist. I'm going where the chemistry is. Let Brooke set Brooke free. I don't want her with that Ridge. I don't want her with no motherfucking bitch Deacon is a fucking bum. Like I was telling Casey, like, can he win Il Giardino in the poker game or some shit and be a legitimate businessman? Maybe Brooke can have a reason to want to fuck. Right now, mm-hmm. if Brooke going to deal with a good-looking man with some good dicks, she can find a 30-year-old for that. Shit. I, mm.
0: So, Tiggs, what did you also think of Deacon proposing to Brooke?
2: I, th- I thought it was fucking stupid. She didn't divorce from Ridge yet. And you ain't got no motherfucking money, Deacon. What the fuck, you want with your broke ass? And he's harboring Sheila. Like, wh- what was his plan? It, this, this is it, dumb. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how Now, I understand Brad Bell got some autonomy, but CBS, come on. You motherfuckers be all on Josh Griffith's hairline about story. But y'all just let Brad Bell run a fucking muck. This is stupid. Mm. That's the motherfucker that needs some network notes. Fuck notes. that motherfucker needs a network trapper keeper. This is what <laughs> the yeah, fuck you're
1: waiting needs to, swing that, needs to swing that not big network dick keeper. around and get some shit done.
0: I Emmy, mean,
3: what what were you saying? I said, not the trapper keeper. <laughs> 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 oh, Honestly, shit. Like, here's I the subject thing. need trapper keeper?
0: Here's the thing. Yeah, he owns the show. He is nothing without a network. So, yeah, where are you going to
2: air the show? YouTube mm. ain't going to pay you no money. Okay. And ain't nobody going to give two fucks about you airing the shit
0: in Quebec. Okay, and CBS is the one who syndicates it for him to make those millions. Like, CBS can fucking put their foot down and say, honey, no, 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 no. Mm. Damn, we so need to because shit. Exactly. Oh, mm. Lord. I just, I don't understand this show. You know, I'm trying to watch all four shows going Same. through the rest of the year.
3: Well, and not GH.
0: I was going to say, Emmy, you gave up on general. Yeah, I,
3: I gave up. It was <laughs> I watched the other three.
0: And I just. Uh, no, no, seat, no,
3: seat, now, now, no. Amy. uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. uh-uh, don't you be coming for me because I'm ready to come for your neck. I'm she just waiting in, for Katie uh-uh. to ask my uh-uh. opinion. Uh-uh. I'm because
2: for your you know, if, if you can sit through the ridiculousness, the asinine bullshit the Brad Bell pedals day in and day out, you can watch
0: fucking General Hoffman. Well, she came in at a really bad week because I think it was like Cody's introduction week. She yes,
2: in on. That was terrible. And she was like, uh-oh, nope, uh-oh. I'm, I'm out. See, uh-huh. I'm out. I'm now not. i not we don't don't nobody fuck with truck nuts on this goddamn podcast uh-uh. wait
3: first of all I, I would let me tell
2: you something he could drive my car and got no license because
3: that man fine but um not since 2013 but continues. he's still fine i like him a little chunky, Baby, first he, all, a little tig,
0: chunky. he about to lose an ankle
3: to diabetes Uh, uh-uh, casey move aside i need to talk to Tiggs right now no oh, no you dare know, you, know, you. No.
2: How <laughs> dare you? That's what you not gonna do. You Sean gonna leave Josh Kelly alone. Josh Kelly just—he just need a bath and a comb his hair.
3: I don't care. He can do whatever room. he wants. You coming for Daddy? Okay, Sean Kaden. How dare you? That man can run my credit and fuck my friends. I would still love him. How dare
2: you? How dare Brooke would be well, lucky no, to get that D? D. No, 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 fuck that. No, goddamn. And me. and let me tell you if, something. If you fucking with a man. Hmm? If you fuck with a man that's attractive and ain't worth shit, he need to be 30 years younger than you, goddamn He need to be a boy toy. That motherfucker can't be collecting ARP like
4: your ass is.
2: Oh, well.
3: I'll get his too and we'll have a nice house together. What? Let me tell you something. I (laughs) I need for Brooke to say to Ridge, here's your annulment. Because this motherfucker was so mad at her for just kissing Deacon, kissing him. Wanted him away from the whole family. Hey, hey, you ain't got nothing to do with hope, blah, blah, blah. She was like trying to get the family together. He fucks Taylor on the side. And he's like, yeah, I need an old Let him go, girl. Let him go. Let his ass go. And can we talk about Taylor? She's the worst, the worst therapist ever. Her life is so fucked up. She needs a therapist. Like for real, for real. And them children are old enough; they're old enough to go to their twentieth high school reunion, and they're like, "Mom and Dad need to be together. Fix your own life, Thomas. You were just fucking a, a doll not too long ago. The fuck of your stepsister. Like, fix your own life. Don't worry about your parents. Ooh, this show's making me mad."
1: And more people need the fuck that aren't old. I'm tired of only the brittle bone brigade fucking on the show.
3: Ugh. I just... I, I don't understand what... I I think he's asleep at the wheel. That's what I think it is. That me, motherfucker... That motherfucker in a coma.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dude, what is, there, what is Brad and, doing?
0: Thomas and Hope... Uh, not Thomas and Hope, Lord Jesus. Hope and Liam do fuck in that little house on the prairie cabin every week. I'm like... Who are watching your ki- your kids? Who is
3: paying your bills? No wants to like- see that. Oh, you oh, so know, so- you know, Liam's quick. You know, Liam takes about five minutes. Them kids don't need to be watched. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Lord. Not five who actually now, wants to see? Carter, Liam Carter might take an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? You
1: know what Does I'm, I'm saying. Anyone to at all. Anyone?
3: I'm even black. Carter, too. Wait. Hold on. What? Absolutely not carter can jump in right after Deacon leave what hello you i'm know.
0: done with carter too carter is just as worse as the rest of the characters on the canvas all he's done for two weeks is say well i told quinn that i wanted a baby and she said her kid has grown and she didn't want one and then i said let's get married and she said no and also so Quinn has been gone for two weeks and he's already moved on with Katie. I'm like, did you go to the Brooke Logan
2: school of finding a partner? Jesus. Well, um, I mean, he 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 read the room. She didn't she didn't want to. and my kids. whole thing, and that's when CBS should have stepped in. CBS no. should have said, Okay, um, well, Rena's not, you know, continue on with the show. So how is Quinn gonna be written out? Right. And as soon as Brett no, no, no. no. She's been on this show for nine years. How is Quinn going to be written out? Mm. Exactly. Well, that's not good enough. How is Quinn going to be written out?
0: Right. Especially since he knew for months that she did not accept their recurring deal. That's not something that just happened in three days. Like he knew she was not going to accept that deal. And
2: so he should have had Sheila kill her off. And why? Why? And why even go through all that to put her with Carter then? Well,
0: maybe he didn't know then because I'm. I think he knew a long time. But okay, that was back. When did they get back together? Like July, and then that was filmed six weeks prior. So maybe he didn't know back in May that she wasn't going to take the deal. But he darn well knew by the time those episodes aired. I would have assumed. And so you could have shot one last thing with Rena to get her out. Mm. It, yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, anyway, um, yeah, like I was saying earlier, before Tiggs and Emmy got into a real housewives Beverly Hills reunion fight. Um, <laughs> that's my opinion.
1: That's my opinion.
0: <laughs> so. I'm really trying hard to watch all four of these shows as the year comes to a close. And I, I'm loving GH right now. I'm liking Y and R. not loving it, but liking it. It's getting slightly better days. I'm going back and forth with. Um, but B and B, there is no back and forth. There is no liking. There is no loving. It is just so It's not even plot driven. You can't even call this plot because plot would mean that at least something interesting is going on. I don't even know what this is. There is no plot. There is no character. Somebody tweeted it out perfectly a few episodes ago, which was who are these characters and what are they doing? Because nobody is acting like themselves. It's just what gets us from one day to the next. It's just I feel so bad for the cast having to act out those scripts. I really, really do. I feel horrible for them
3: having to be put through this, <laughs> but I think that they can write whatever they want to because other countries don't care about plot the way that we do and plot development and character development uh,
0: I mean that's you know not what I mean really true because I mean, you know somebody pointed it out last week or two weeks ago in our comments that when they watch b and and they turn on their other country shows, they feel like that's no longer the case. And I got to thinking about it. Take those British soap operas, for example. Mm. You don't think those British people where 10 million people still watch Coronation Street care about plot? Like those shows, some of them are very well put together. And even the telenovelas overseas too. I mean, those are closed ended plot and character type of series that have like a hundred episodes or 160. So I I don't know who Brad does this show anymore for, because I mean, the overseas audience things, well, we're told by our overseas listeners that sometimes they don't get that excuse anymore.
3: I don't know. Sometimes I I feel like, like I don't know
0: what it is anymore. I don't know what it is. anymore.
3: I feel like they're writing too cliched now. And it's like, very this much so. was the genre, but like 30 years ago, like we got to step it up, guys. Exactly. It's like
0: it's time to reinvent the wheel. The show desperately needs a revamp. Oh, goodness. Well, let's move on to b bs sister show, The Young and the Restless. Um, this past week, uh, James Hyde debuted in Flashbacks as Jeremy Stark. And Diane revealed to Jack that Jeremy was a very wealthy man she met in Los Angeles, who gave her a great lifestyle, but he also had her smuggling money. And then Jeremy uh, was arrested by the feds in the flashbacks. So, Tiggs, what are you thinking of Diane's backstory as Nikki and Phyllis are still
2: out for revenge? It makes sense. I mean, we knew Diane did something in the, you know, time she was in California. This is Diane Jenkins. It wasn't like she was actually just oh, living as Taylor Jensen and working at HR <laughs> Block. No, bitch, you was doing some bullshit, and that probably ain't all she done did because she still ain't said what she was doing for money. That's all true. we know is that she ran into Jeremy Stark, and then she ended up burning in the Tucker and she ran in the Deacon a few times around town. That's it. We don't know what the fuck she was doing for money. We know that Tucker gave her... I think he put up the money for that... Um, for Kimo's house. Because he found Allie for her. But yeah, I mean, like I said on Twitter, anybody in Diane's position would have did the same thing. I mean, she got blackmailed. You know, her back was up against the wall. Any one of them would have did the same fucking thing. Well, when None of them bad. had went and turned in Jeremy Stark or, or Tucker and said anything... And risk getting thrown in jail or whatever for faking a death. And then, even with the whole Tucker thing, I don't understand. I'm like, Tucker was gone for like eight years. Why did you have Diane come to town to try to get info on Ashley when Ashley hasn't lived in Genoa City full time in years? That's fucking stupid. That makes no sense whatsoever.
1: But I
0: don't
2: Ashley think isn't even living in Genoa story, City. Cause I'm just know. like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, but that's what it has to be, Casey. Like, there will be no other reason for him to want, for Tucker to want Diane in General City. He said that's what he wanted her for.
0: Well, that's what he said. But I mean, we also didn't think Diane was going to be involved in this whole Jeremy Sarkis. It's like, I think there's definitely more to Tucker's return. And then, you know, was... Well, no, it is.
2: I mean, because he already said it. He told... uh What's the child's name? Well, I
0: know, but you also thought that Diane got the money for Kimo's house from Tucker when she stated she sold her valuables from Jeremy. So, it's like, obviously there can be another
2: twist. Tucker's I mean, it could be, but no, no. but she said that. It's like, she told Jack. Tucker's the one that found Ali. He's the one that got that damn house. She didn't have enough capital to buy that fucking house.
0: No, she did, because she said that she sold gifts that Jeremy gave her, and that's how she bought Kimo's house.
2: And see, that's even fucking stupid, because Tucker got the money. Tucker should have just bought the goddamn
0: house. Now, I don't understand what Jeremy gave her exactly, unless maybe she sold the Bentley to Tucker and then other gifts on the side, because Tucker had that Bentley. But yeah, she stated that she was the one who bought Kimo's house. So yeah. I I don't know, but yeah. As for the whole Ashley thing, I mean, that is stupid. So maybe that's how Tucker just lured Diane to come back to Genoa City. Maybe there was more because yeah, I don't understand why Tucker would want Ashley
2: back after all this time. That's what I'm saying. Like like it's been eight years. Like th- this isn't making any sense. Like and it and, and even still the whole. Uh, I guess the whole thing with Chancellor and Devon makes sense. But it's like, well, if we're we're really breaking things down, Tucker, you or Devon don't deserve a fucking trash can at Chancellor Industries. That wasn't Catherine's
4: company. That was Phil's. If anybody...
2: Chance and Philip III and his daddy are the only motherfuckers that got any stake and claim to that fucking company. And Jill, because she gave birth to Philip and Chance is her grandson. They kill me with this revisionist history like Catherine was this business juggernaut. I know the fuck she wasn't. She was pissy drunk, draped in furs and diamonds, and goddamn Mitchell Sherman was one of that fucking... Oh That <laughs> fucking company. Oh god, <laughs> are you okay? My bad. <laughs> like, like Mitchell Sherman was running that goddamn company after died. <laughs> Catherine wasn't running a motherfucking yeah, Catherine
0: company. Catherine smartly. All Catherine did was smartly raking the profits. Yeah, Other that's all did she did. Business. Like that,
2: that is not her fucking company. Like this is stupid. And if Tucker was just this jealous of the relationship that, that Devon had with Neil. Well, why didn't you swoop your bitch ass in there four years ago when Neil died? This is all just shit Josh Rufus is pulling out of his fucking ass per usual. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. None of this makes any fucking sense. And then you have Phyllis and Lauren and everybody acting like Kyle okay. just supposed a piss in Diane's face when all this comes out, that is his mother. He was granted a second chance to be with her and to have him in his life. He's never going to all out and out hate her. They need to get the fuck over that. Because, okay, he found out all this Jeremy Stark stuff and they do all this exposing. Well, what the fuck are you going to do if Kyle just says, okay. And see, they're bringing... And the, that's it, was a grown-ass man. If Kyle forgives her, she's going to stick around and you're just going to have to fucking deal with
0: it. I tell you, they're messing with the wrong motherfucker. I don't think it's a good idea to be messing with this Jeremy Stark business. It's like Nikki should know much better because this Jeremy Stark guy is clearly bad news. And so if he comes to Genoa City, it's totally going to backfire on them. And
2: it is. But for right now, they don't know any of that yet. They just, you know. Phyllis and Nikki just think Diane was probably fucking somebody's husband. Or you know, she was running a Ponzi scheme or nothing. Yeah. Like Jeremy Stark is on some international criminal ass bullshit. They don't know none of that. And mm-hmm. by the time they find out, it's probably going to be too late.
1: Exactly.
0: Which is going to be of acting really... like
1: Diane is a devil. Because Phyllis ran over Paul and Christine. Nikki Fucking did that shit with JT and hit his fucking body. Well,
0: I mean that was Ashley specific. stole he Victor's did, jizz. He did try to kill her daughter. so I mean, yeah, I, I would kind of want to. No, no,
2: no. If, if anybody, that. no. If anybody deserves to want revenge, it's Nikki. Fuck that. It's only her. But no, because Ashley someone, and, and Phyllis suck them. Yeah, no, no. Diane, like Ashley and Phyllis, are just on some petty, petty ass shit. Well, but over as the you see, like, they can't get over. Ashley, but Nikki. If Diane would have got her way or would have Deacon's help, Nikki would have even been sitting in prison for the last 15 years or living in some other country with no extradition treaty away from her family to escape jail time. Fucking with Mm -hmm. Diane. So Nikki has that, bitch, you're going down. Yeah, Nikki has every but my whole thing is, why didn't you just go the legal route, Nicky? I would have got the Newman Lord. Hmm. That bitch faked her death. And I almost went to prison for it. I want that bitch to pay. And that's what would have, that's what would have happened. Like, why? Well, that's why Diane, I didn't understand. That is her death in soak time a good 15 years. And you mean to tell me no motherfucking and called the cops on this bitch? It was illegal.
0: That's why I didn't understand when Nikki sat down with Michael and Michael was like, you know, Nikki said to him, tax returns, social security, a birth certificate. And Michael was like, oh, she left a, you know, nice and clean, no paper trail type of lifestyle. I'm like, still, she would have had to have filed. No, and and no, fuck,
2: she didn't. No, the fuck, she didn't. Nobody's gonna leave such a clean paper trail over a decade, decade and that, exactly. That's and if Nobody. Jeremy
0: Star, if Jeremy Stark could figure it out, then Nikki Newman can figure it out too. Like that's so stupid. And then, on top of all of this, my huge issue was with the Lauren and Phyllis scenes because they had scenes a few months back when Diane first returned to town. And Lauren checked Phyllis. Lauren said to Phyllis, I get where you're coming from, but you cannot do this to Summer and Kyle and you need to calm down. So now all these months later, Diane hasn't done anything to Phyllis and Lauren all of a sudden wants her out of town, too. And Lauren's on the defense. That makes no sense. Lauren didn't really defend Diane a few months ago, but she told Phyllis, calm the fuck down. This doesn't make sense. Like be mad, but be careful. And yeah, Nikki, totally. She deserves to go on the war path. Phyllis, her and Diane kind of one-upped each other through the years. It doesn't make sense. It's like, I got Phyllis's initial shock, but here we are seven months later. It makes no sense. Ashley, to me, has always hated Diane. And she's never gonna get over that. And honestly, to me, it really doesn't even seem like Ashley's doing anything in the plan. So I kind of leave Ashley out of it. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, Phyllis needs to take a hundred steps back and sit down.
2: The only reason Phyllis feels like this is because she's salty, because you know, Jack kind of ended things with her, which exactly. was also which was also fucking stupid. It's like one of the biggest appeals about Jack and Phyllis is that Jack accepted Phyllis for who she was. Yes. It's like, oh, you've known this woman 25 years, and all of a sudden now you want to get self-righteous for her, Jack. Please. bullfucking shit. you forgiven Phyllis for everything else.
4: Mm-hmm. And all
2: because you walked in on her saying, yes, I'm back with Jack. And hurting you was just icing on the cake. you that, That's the straw that broke the camel's back? Fuck you, Jack. Like like that makes no sense. I
0: loved when Tracy pointed that out to him like two months ago. You know, when Tracy said to him, "You've always known who Phyllis was," Was. because it's so true. I mean, she he forgave her for fucking his brother for six months. I'm pretty sure that that wouldn't have hurt him. Like, God, Emmy, what do
3: you think of? Diane's backstory and the whole plan. It's so muddled. It's almost like they're just like throwing throwing things on the wall to see if it sticks. They are. First that's what Oscar
2: from has been doing for three fucking years.
3: First it was Deacon. Deacon helped her. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Nikki goes to LA, talks to Deacon, and he's like, yeah, here's an envelope. What? That's it? A fucking picture? that That's how she... Ha- what? What are you talking about? And then this whole James Hyde thing, I, I, I'm so so confused. I'm so confused. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm completely lost with what happened there. They have a, Josh has a way of doing one or two things right and then fucking it all up. We had Ashlyn and that was such a great story. And then he fucked that up. And now this Diane thing, and, and Casey, you know, you know how I feel about Phyllis. Phyllis calling anybody the devil is laughable compared to what she's done. She literally <laughs> killed two people. Literally. Not figuratively. Literally.
2: Phyllis has I, always been struck by Diane because Diane, out of all the women she's gotten in school with, uh, Cricket, Sharon, Nikki Drusilla, she's the
3: biggest threat.
2: Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. like you know, Diane's been the only one to be like, "Bitch, I will fuck you up,"
3: just because Diane ain't scared of her skinny ass. Yeah, but it's like, I don't. But like I don't. Yeah.
2: So when it came to Diane, what, what I, what I get
3: guess. is I loved when Michael said, "Honey, you're not innocent," and he dragged her ass just like he he went further than Lauren. He literally dragged her ass, and they had that character go. Well, Diane is worse. That's all she said. Well, Di- no, how
2: is she okay. worse? Worst? That was oh. almost kind of like out of character for Michael because Michael.
3: Oh, Michael dragged you been, her. Mm-hmm. You've been this
2: self righteous ass ex con for years. You you wouldn't keep your foot off of Gloria, and Kevin's neck for nothing. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden Diane gets a reprieve. That was bullshit. But I get yeah. it. Somebody- it has to be somebody on Diane's side. I get right, but it's just like I'm like, please, you wouldn't even give your own mother and brother the benefit of the fucking doubt. But Diane Which, gets all that.
3: But I God, like I the, way I the way
2: that
4: really I like <laughs>
3: the way that Michael has grown since then. He grew because now he loves Gloria and Kevin's crazy asses, but Phyllis has not changed one iota. She's not grown. Having summer hasn't changed her, hasn't evolved her. It's just like, ugh, losing Nick uh, a hundredth time hasn't changed her. She she's just become a harpy, and I I hate the way that Josh writes. He writes Diane so well, and then he just like kind of fucks it up a little. I don't know. I just I need him to go.
0: Like, like yeah. that makes me sad because I felt as though Phyllis grew <sighs> a lot under Gina Tognoni's portrayal. Okay, I thought she was very mature. Sure, mm-hmm. she still screwed up like Phyllis, but it was different.
3: Right, was right.
0: So much different. This Phyllis has taken us back to 2003 for no reason. I
3: don't like. Understand. I I get the initial oh my god Diane's back, but. Diane hasn't done anything in how many years? She's done nothing. She hasn't done what she has not jaywalked. And Phyllis is like, oh my God, she's so evil. Oh my God. And I'm like, bitch, you're the one. Look at what she did with the whole Marchetti thing. Phyllis did that. Like that's more evil than what Diane has done in like a decade. So stop. Oh God, I hate it. I hate his writing. His writing is so one-sided. And I'm not going to talk about the Nate and Devon thing because I'm just pissed off right now. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I decided to skip that for that week. Yeah, let's not go there because <laughs> I, I am pissed. I am pissed. <laughs> anyway, but go ahead.
2: No, no, fuck, no, fuck that. Fuck that and fuck Devon. Because how <laughs> dare you sit your, your, your peanut head ass peanut head. And, and talk about how you're never going to forgive Nate after the two colossal times you fucked over Neil. You bitch, yeah. and then you try to, well, well, how do you know what Neil would have wanted? Yeah. Ever since the day Nate was born, Neil was always his uncle. Your straight ass came in high school. <laughs> Nate is more family than Neil than your bitch ass would ever be. Oh, so oh, oh, how dare you? look well, sorry, I hate the way that they write Devon, and yeah, now I hate it. <laughs> Instead of just making it is what it is, he's a fucking egotistical, self righteous son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make Cena. Oh, it's just because he misses Neil. Oh. No, it's not. He's an asshole. <laughs> the guy's always been a dick. Just write. I hate. I hate when soaps do that.
3: Yeah, me too. Like how
2: Days does it with Ray. The character's an asshole. Just write mm-hmm. it like that. Yes. They they act like because the character is popular. Kind of or something that they got to be seen as this good person. No, Devon is a dick. He is the, a only, dick. the only appealing thing about the motherfucker was Hillary.
4: Mm. That.
2: <coughs> like um, they're yeah. talking shit about Nate, and then you have Lily up here being fucking two-faced and stupid. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get you. You have every to be mad at me, uh Nate because you want to brought him in on this. But you were being two-faced, Lily. You act like you fucking scared of Devon. You will be, whenever Devon wasn't around behind his back, oh, you were Nate's biggest cheerleader. But as soon as y'all got Devon in the room, you would just side with Devon against Nate. You were being fucking two-faced. You weren't being diplomatic. You weren't being fair. You were being fucking two-faced.
3: It was weird.
2: It's like, yes, what Nate did was wrong, but he does have a point. Devon was initially like, didn't want to do a merger. And that's because the motherfucker got used to running things his own way since Neil passed. And he didn't want to share the glory. He didn't want to share ownership. And he still doesn't. Lily just said to him the other day I do the Chancellor stuff, you do the Hamilton Winter stuff, and we never collaborate on anything. And then like, and then even with the IPO thing, like, okay, I I kind of side with Ron on it. But it's just like, anytime you suggest stuff, Lily, he shuts it down. He's just a little bit nicer to you than he is to Nate. And that's because he got to be, because y'all co-CEOs. Like, what's the point of merging the fucking company if y'all going to just do your own thing? What That was stupid. Why merge the company then? Let's just call the shit what the fuck it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Elena's bitch ass. Oh Lord, you did all that fucking nagging and grandstanding for for Nate to go ahead and tell the truth. I wanted you to do it for you and not for me and not for us, girl. Fuck you, girl. Fuck you. Because if mm-hmm. that's the case, Nate could have said fuck you and went home. Went ahead with the motherfucking plan. Devon and Lily was gonna be mad at him any fucking way. He could have went ahead with the fucking plan. You fucked his plans up enough. Well, I like, Elena's point, it's you know, just fr- trading. It's wrong. Mm. Yeah, no, no, it. no it, it, it is wrong, but it's just like at this point, Elena, <coughs> just break up with Nate and be done with it. I would have rather for Elena to just went and told Devon. Yeah, she would have snitched. Yeah, and, and instead, of, instead of nagging Nate to tell the truth and then what does he do? You still don't want to be with him. Well, what the fuck did you nag and tell? Well, I just wanted you to do the right... Girl, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. That's why he should have been fucked mine. Because you're a whack ass bitch. Elena is a whack bitch.
3: Do the right thing when she cheated on her boyfriend?
2: It's like, I'm so sick of Elena. And <laughs> not it's not... Because Elena mm-hmm. needs to be yep. bitchy or crazy. Like... Yeah there are certain actors who can pull off the whole righteous indignation and, you know, but everybody ain't Jeannie Francis. Right. So it's just like Britney Star became poor at all. She just comes off as just mealy mouth, whiny. It's annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, if you felt that fucking strongly about Atlanta, and you weren't going to take Nate Nate back any fucking way, why the fuck didn't you just tell Devon that? That's so fucking stupid. If I'm into it with my boyfriend, and I want him to do the right thing. If I'm if I'm just gonna break up with him anyway, or or it's not gonna matter to our relationship whether he tells the truth or not, I'm not gonna give a fuck about him telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Why does she care so much if she was still not gonna be with him anyway?
4: I don't know.
2: That that's stupid. No, Josh doesn't gonna, know they how they to write. Ass in Boston. Whether you take that job, or not by because when she we don't want back, her. Like when she comes back, what's gonna be the point of Atlanta? Who cares about Atlanta at this point? Mm. Like, like what? Like her and they get back together, and then as soon as he does something else she don't like, she gonna break up with him again. Like after a while, that that's that's emotional manipulation. That's emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. It's like if you gonna be with a motherfucker, be with a motherfucker, and accept them for who they are. Right. It, it, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to, you know, hold y'all their, their relationship hostage and your love hostage every time they do something you don't fucking like. If that's the case, you're going to be by yourself forever because a motherfucker going to always disappoint you. A motherfucker going to always do some shit you don't like. So what, every man Atlanta meets, as soon as he doesn't meet her standards or he falls from grace, she's going to leave him? Girl, fuck you. <laughs> you better buy you some bedroom candy then, bitch and be alone. But then she'll, but she'll, just get mad at Baron Candy when, the, when the goddamn happens. <laughs> I wanted you to work for you, not for us. Thank you. You are be. talking to some motherfucking energizer batteries, girl. Shut up. <laughs>
0: um, Tiggs, do you have anything else to
2: say on the on the rest? Jesus! Oh, it, and, 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 and then the shit with Abby and Chance—it's like <laughs> no. You ask Casey. <laughs> a storyline right fucking there. Abby and I Chance know. have been married for two years, and Abby's been miserable.
3: Miserable.
2: Quit having her, her be—you know—fake content and passive aggressive and fake understanding. Cuss that motherfucker! <laughs> I don't give a fuck. How important your job is? Me and Dominic will be more important. It ain't like you got to do this motherfucking job. You're a fucking chancellor. You right. can sit on this fucking couch and scratch your balls for the rest of your life and always have it. And then you got, she's a billionaire I mean, I heiress.
0: I was
2: <laughs> No, and I'm just like, and then she's a billionaire heiress cleaning out fucking grease traps. Y'all don't get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> Abby
3: Newman. I thought you all cancer would
2: never be cleaning out grease traps. No, oh, you forgot all, her name. Society should be a franchise. There should be a society in every major city in the country. Right. Secondly, Abby should have at least two to three managers. Right. Going on, it should be a a general manager. And three assistant managers. She should why just be the owner, goddammit. Why does what like, like she's fucking Gina? Yeah, yes. it's like, and, and this is why I don't like when, when major characters, no. Peripheral characters are supposed to own the restaurants and the hotels and shit. Not legacy characters, especially when they're filthy fucking rich. Like this right. bullshit with Noah. Glam club. Josh Griffith. There's a special place in hell for a brand. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no straight young man in his 20s and the year of our God 2022 gonna name the fucking nightclub glam club with that tacky ass <laughs> 70s furniture. It's bullshit. It's a Wayfair shit. furniture. And you know it. That ain't even no a Wayfair furniture. That shit mm. is from a 1974 Sears catalog. <laughs> it's bullshit.
0: I mean, Honestly, if you think about it, the only character they write correctly that is legacy in terms of business is Lily. Like, sure, Lily's at the office, but it's in a high-powered high-rise. She Mm -hmm. she doesn't ever go to the Grand Phoenix. She just hires somebody to manage it for her. But then you cut to the next scene, and Abby, who is ten times richer than Lily. Like, I thought when I saw that Grease Trap tweet by you, Tiggs, that that was a joke.
3: And no, it wasn't.
0: Tune into the episode mm-hmm. and hear her say that cleaning mm-hmm. out grease trap. I was no, what? yeah Why
2: doesn't she just hire? Let's grease. be honest. Bring Loria back. Because not, not even Lily. No, because Lily's not even fucking qualified to be in a fucking position that she's in. The only motherfucker that is qualified. And it's doing right as a legacy character, doing what the fuck they need to do in business. It's fucking Victoria. Right. Not the rest of those yahoos. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Victoria, you know, despite which- Lily ain't even qualified for that shit. That's yeah. what kills me how the mom was talking down to Nate. Nate has a college degree and a PhD, baby. And he didn't right. just get that because, you know, he inherited Olivia's stethoscope, right. motherfucker. Yeah, he he meant to have a top business degree, but you don't either, bitch. Neil held your hand and babysat you for a few years, and then, yo, and then Catherine left you a chunk of fucking money.
3: And what about Sally? She ran a fashion house, and Victoria's like, oh, she's not qualified, but Nate is? The fuck out of here. What are you talking about?
0: So, so like, my thing is, is, like, I stick up for Sally, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, she's not qualified for... Huh? Yes, she is. Not mm-hmm. only did she run her own business, but what do you also have to do in the fashion business? Multimedia. You have mm-hmm. to products out there. So, yeah, Sally is very much qualified. And Sally did not get the CEO position overnight.
3: She was at mm-hmm. New Media for like five months.
4: Mm-hmm. Before,
3: yeah, business And she was she was at Fenmore's. She was at Fenmore's. Worked her yeah, way up as an Fenmore's. assistant. Learned the business from Lauren directly. Yep. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's not qualified. What, what's a doctor doing to a fucking media
1: company? Ask you, want to pee a
3: right.
2: cup? Right. Well, I so see you guys have kidney problems here. Right.
4: <laughs> but my thing but, but, also- but like
2: I said, though, in terms of education, Nate mm-hmm. has that. Nate took some yep. business classes in college. And like I said, even from the business standpoint, yes, technically, Sally has the business savvy, but personally, she's a fucking liability. She's fucked both of Victoria's brothers. And one of them who she's currently fucking is her fucking superior. But it's a soap opera. The whole I, No, year. I would have fired Sally for that. You're fucking my brother. And my mm. other brother who's so on the stable, lawsuit like, lair. Still a lawsuit there. That's a lawsuit there, Tig. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, I wish Sally would sue her. All
0: of Newman Enterprises is a liability. Every man, I mean, mm-hmm. shit. Sally could throw Ashlyn back up in her face. Yep. It could be like, you had clauses in your merger contract with him that were, um what do you call those clauses where you're supposed to be good? um Moral clauses.
3: Morality they, clauses. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They had those clauses that they specified in the contract. And then, yeah, Victoria was justified in what she did. But at the end of the day, she stole half a million dollars from that man. So, yeah, <laughs> Sally could turn that right around on her with the lawsuit. That's the but, thing that I.
2: But but if, but even if she doesn't know about Nick, like it's Victoria's prerogative. She runs the company. and she told Sally back in July, "You have ninety days, and if I don't like what the fuck you're doing, you're out." Period. But here's so she my thing: she got to have no reason for shit. She could just fire Sally, and that's just that. But and my thing and Sally is, Sally did come with her with that. Oh, Victoria and Victor would make sure that little girl
4: would
3: regret. Oh God. And So it's just
2: like all we gotta do is tell Big Dad and Sally. I can't,
3: I can't stand that. Bigger
2: already can't stand it anyway.
3: There I mean, no, but that's just that,
2: that's real life, though, Emmy. If this was real life, mm. Sally no. would go away.
3: No, if this is real life, Sally no, would because, have lost yeah, you.
2: No, because if, if, a we all know if it like if it came down to it, okay, so the fuck was Sally tries to sue.
3: Mm-hmm. They'll just
2: shut her the fuck up with some money and it'll be done.
3: Good. Then she can, then she can buy Newman Media
2: from them. She ain't, she ain't, ain't going to get that much money.
3: This is <laughs> the thing that pissed me know, off. They had you know, a
2: scene she, Sally where... Sally not get that much money. Sally get about 5 to $10 million in hush money and that'll be that and she'll be on her little way. That'd they had that. a
3: scene that Lily and Victoria were like, oh, CEOs, female CEOs. Why wasn't Sally in there? Why didn't they say, hey, Sally, come join us? Because Victoria is afraid of Sally, she's intimidated by Sally. That's what I think. Victoria Personal. don't give a fuck about Sally. Victoria don't give a fuck about does. no
2: other woman. That's a damn she problem.
3: Does.
2: Fucking brains.
3: I love Victoria though, but I don't like I don't like that aspect of her that she can't share with. She she'd rather promote Nate and show loyalty to Nate, who like Nick said, fucked over his own family, than sally who's actually i mean if you think about it she's actually really loyal because she went from one brother to the other she kept it in the family so um i feel like she's very loyal
2: well no i mean but but you know i i get where victoria's coming from like yeah he he did <coughs> with his family but i mean he did cover victoria's ass so did sally he did sally during no, the whole Ashlyn it. thing? No, no Sally covered her own motherfucking ass. Because if she would have did the ex both, she would have got fucking fired. And hey, you, you don't know think they, they but then that is also, that's freedom, of,
3: that's freedom of
0: mm-hmm. speech. And her right. lawsuit would have been much, much
3: stronger because the mm-hmm.
0: new forced her to keep that story quiet.
3: But if He's I different. was Sally, I would have left a long time ago. When you have a oh, boss yeah, from day one that tells you, Oh, you're on probation and constantly wanting to fire you over little things? I would have left a long fucking time ago. And it's also not... Hostile Victoria. work environment.
0: It's not Victoria's business if she Mm-mm. was fucking Adam. Nope. Because she never let it interfere with her work.
3: Mm. Mmm. Whatever. Anyway.
0: But anyway, speaking of Victoria, Alan, what do you think of Lily and Devon still not knowing that it was Victoria, who was pulling the strings as the hidden CEO.
1: I'm it soon because I want the door to get red for Phil because she's being fucking group assault greedy, and I'm tired of it. She needs to be taken off that pedestal because some shit needs to happen to her because fucking insider trading, Heather mm-hmm. Townsend, was before buy if she was horrified over fucking shelving, the shelving shit back in like, what, 2004? Mm
4: hmm.
2: So, yeah, she needs to get red for that. for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, Lily's been on her that for years. Like, from her fucking Lily over at Brash and Sassy to openly going after Billy, like, Lily been on Victoria and ass work.
0: And especially since Victoria now wants to be friends with Lily and is stabbing her. In Which
2: the- is so weird. Well, I mean, she's getting close to her enemy, you know. I mean, well, no, I mean, it's weird for Victoria to be friendly with any woman because that's the way they've written the fucking right. Characters. That part, Mm-hmm. it's like hell. I, I side will she'd be nice to, to Abby, and that's her damn system. <laughs> so <I'm just> like, <laughs> Who
3: well, like, she oh. doesn't invite to family meetings? Oh, never.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, don't none of them do. Shit, to Abby. <laughs> <and Lisa. laughs> Them motherfuckers treat Abby the same way the Griffins treat Meg on family <laughs> Shut up, <Abby>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit. not even go to her niece's
2: wedding, so. Kimo was dead. Okay, Kimo was there for nine weeks before mm-hmm. she finally found out. Well, her not going to Colin Summer's wedding is justifiable because if I was Summer, fuck Abby. And fuck right. Abby forever, too. You fucked my husband and smiled in yeah, my face. I Bitch, I would never trust you.
3: But I have to say something. I love this new summer. I don't know why. There's something about the way they're writing this new summer and the way she's portraying her. I just, I love it. Well, no, yeah,
2: because I love her too. I love Allison. Oh. I like her better than Hunter King. And that's because she brings a maturity to summer.
3: Yeah, something. Yeah. You know, yes, no, now Hunter
2: King, the writing and her acting really mm. improved over the years. But Hunter King's summer still kind of had a, a brattiness about her. Yes. You know, you were just waiting for her to say to Victor Grandad or some mm. bullshit like that. But this summer is grown. Mm-hmm.
0: I, mean, I do like this summer, but I will say at the same time, Kyle and Summer are too happy. Tara needs to come back.
2: We have yeah. a little bit of like
0: conflict with them. Yeah, yeah. They,
2: they, at this point, they're writing Summer like they're Michael and Lauren.
0: Yes. You know what I would (laughs) love?
2: You know what I would love? It's like you got Summer wagging her finger at her parents. You got Kyle wagging his finger at Adam. It's just like, oh, god.
3: I would love for Tara to come back and they have to. Everybody has to look for Diane for help because Tara is a mini Diane. I would love for Diane to be the one to take Tara down. But that probably won't happen because Josh will screw that up. No,
2: I, I think mm-hmm. if anything, she probably wouldn't because Tara would just be sucking up to Diane.
3: True, but Diane, would you know,
2: her. and her and Diane would have a common enemy in fucking Phyllis. So, mm-hmm. no, that wouldn't happen. And, you know, I would I've always
0: said Bree Williamson for mm-hmm. um, Tara, but I got to be real. I would even be interested in seeing Alan's precious uh, Melissa Archer in that role.
4: Mm, yeah. I she
2: know. would upgrade. She would be I feel like She plays um, too old. Um, no, 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 no. Melissa Archer. Melissa no, 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 no. Archer. No, Melissa Archer's only like 42. She's not old. She um,
3: plays too old, honey. No. Play.
2: No, I don't. No, she doesn't play too old. She I will be fine. No, she doesn't. No, I just don't see her in that role. I see Melissa asked Mackenzie Browning. That's who I see her as. But I don't see her as, you know, I Yeah, I can see that. I see her as Mac. I see her Mm -hmm. as, you know, a scrappy, you know, a scrappy yet soft hearted girl. And, you know, yeah, because really when it comes down to it, Natalie and Mac are kind of the same character. It's just that Natalie was a little bit more ratchet than Mac. But you know Okay, <laughs> see that's where the terror <laughs> comes in because anyway. let me tell you, Melissa Archer knows how to tear it up. Okay. <laughs> but, but no, but but Steve, no, it just I want Bree because we saw it with Tess, we saw it with Claudette. Mm-hmm. She would give that salt drink. Oh, Kyle, come eat my pussy like you used to. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Melissa Archer ain't <Melissa> <laughs> gonna give all. This on CBS. I, <laughs> yeah, like, like, no, I'm just saying, Like, Melissa
0: Archer isn't going
2: to give all.
0: I don't think Bree will <laughs> Melissa Archer.
2: <laughs> Melissa Archer would give pretty much. <laughs> Melissa Archer gives, I'm gonna just beat the living shit out of summer. And lock her ass in a closet. And be You funny know what? That's naked. what that's when and I was just to like. Me. No, we, we, need, we need somebody sexy yet cunning. Oh my and, god. And and Melissa Archer ain't out. gonna play cunning. <laughs> Melissa Archer gonna play <laughs> Bitch, I'm gonna knock your teeth out. <laughs> it's just like we don't need
0: that. Well, but honestly, that's kind of what Tara needs to be because Summer set her up with Phyllis for that whole all of a sudden, you know. Tara, who's worked her whole life for her shoe line, is shelving right. and embezzling. and Right. And Phyllis set up. So, yeah, I need Melissa Archer to come up in there, take
2: her shoe off, and kick Summer in the eye. Nah. No, like I said, no, like, that, would that, that fits people. more Brie. It fits Brie. Yeah, Brie.
3: I'd say Brie, too. I mean, Brie's Yeah, friend.
2: like I said... Because, because like Brie said, could McKinsey, stand McKinsey, up to McKinsey Michelle Brownlee, Baffert. McKenzie okay. would be, yeah, McKenzie would be great. Mm-hmm. And she would also fit in the story because Mackenzie mm-hmm. can come to Chancellor winning and, and knock all that shit down, mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, "What? This is not my, what my grandmother I mean, would have wanted." No, no. And she could check Devon and be like, huh. "Hey, now, like, I'm I'm a straight two technically, but I was here before you, so you can move right." Up. Um, <laughs> like shit.
0: Either way, both would be an improvement. No matter. What. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything would be an improvement. To God. Elizabeth Lanier, Lanier, whatever in the fuck her name Lanier. is. Such a letdown.
1: Napkin.
0: The napkin,
2: yeah. Goddamn it. Uh, child. She tried. Child, you can, di- you can dig up Joan Rivers' corpse right now. <laughs> to be an improvement from that little girl. That's fucked up. Get the fuck away from me.
3: <laughs> Not Get Joan away from you're me.
2: You're such an ass.
3: Not Joan Rivers' corpse. Get away from uh, I'm gonna leave look, Joan Rivers out look, of there.
2: No, fuck that. Look. I, look, my mother's ashes are sitting right here on this goddamn uh Don't show you bring your mama's ashes uh-uh. up in you here? On, no. that. We are all not doing to do, that today. All I, Lord. To do, all I got to do is place a Newport on top of this motherfucker, <clears throat> and, and she will rise from the dead and do better than can ever do. Not you, being Tiggs. Not you being Carly
3: in Virginia.
0: <laughs> okay,
3: you're done.
4: Oh Jesus
3: Christ! You are so done.
0: Anyway, let's get off the topic of the young and the wrestler. Unless
3: Tiggs, you've got any more dry throw. Well, Alan, you didn't ask Alan.
0: Ask Alan about what?
3: Anything else.
0: Alan, anything else, dear? Yeah, we can move
3: on. Okay,
0: thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, Tiggs, get some water during the commercial break, dear. Um, let's go to General Hospital. A lots happening over at GH. Um Alan, I mean, we didn't talk about it last week because we did a top five. Do you want to briefly touch on um, the casting of Liz's parents, Jeff and Carolyn?
1: Oh, sweet. The story is actually about Elizabeth and not just about Finn's fucking feelings. But I'm worried that's the word. It's going to be about Finn's feelings about his dead wife and oh, and Jeff killed her or some shit like that, and blah, blah, blah. I don't want that. And yeah. even, there's, you know there's a good chance to actually get it into being about it because it was a horrible habit of making a story that it should be about Elizabeth about the man she's involved with at the time they did it with her fucking rapist in 2017 when they made a story all about Franco when Elizabeth was the one who was violently raped when she was a teenager and it became all about him when it should have been about her and it was disgusting I hope Elizabeth has a moment in the story where she can read her without fucking Finn hanging around in the bathroom making it about him.
0: Yeah, I don't want no Carly Jason-esque. Count to ten, Carly. Like, I don't want any of that. I want Liz to go in, which, based off of yesterday's episode, I guess Liz is going to run into her parents initially by herself since she and Terry are going off to this medical conference where Jeff and Carolyn in the town where they live. Um, so hopefully Liz does actually get some time alone with her parents and- But but
2: the know. whole thing is still, it's still goofy because Liz has this whole Lucy Ricardo thing that she wants to do and have Terry playing Ethel and she wants to break into her parents' house so different. It's like Liz. Just go charge them motherfuckers up and be like, I remember something that happened 25 years ago. And if you don't tell me the fucking truth, I'm going to the police. What happened?
0: Yeah, why doesn't that he is- just knock on the front door? Like, why That's does she- right, Like why is that
2: yeah. it? Instead of her trying to see, like, why would Jeff and Carolyn have any dirt from 25 years ago just laying around somewhere? Which you know they're going to out of nowhere.
1: Mm hmm oh does oh, it have her a picture of Ben's pussy just hanging on the mantle <laughs>
4: oh, oh,
2: we, 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 we call this painting dead pussy walking is it got a knife Liz?
0: museum in upstate New York and all of a sudden Liz has a flashback of like Kiko Kiku, Rico Repo repossessing being fingered or whatever I'm like, oh God, this story is so terrible. And once again, you know, GH needs to feel edgy with its new character's name. I'm like, enough with the Dex and the Ricos and the Terrys. And God, I'm so over this edgy name GH mandate. It's ridiculous. Um, But anyway, so Tiggs, I know one night me and you were talking about the casting of Carolyn and Jeff, um, which Jeff is going to be played by William R. Moses from Falcon Crest in um, Melrose Place. Carolyn's going to be played by Denise Crosby. So, Tiggs, I know me and you were like, that wasn't our first choice <laughs> for any of those roles. So what do you think of the casting of Jeff and Carolyn? It mm.
4: should have been
2: so bits. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Like, we've lost in the last 23 years, we've lost five beloved soaps. Like, you couldn't have found nobody from all my children, as the world term, god in life, another world, one life to live. You couldn't have found no motherfucking body to be Jeff and Carolyn Weber, but a washed up primetime actor. in where that lady from? Ellie uh, I honestly don't know what she's from. Think- <laughs> she was on the
1: first season of Star Trek. No, sure, Rachel. She played Tasha Yar. I'm sorry. She, she. played Tasha in the what now? Tasha Yar. Her character okay. okay. famously got killed off very early in the show. Alan
0: Baby, I never
1: watched it, so I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have preferred my first choices were always Steven Schnetzer and Colleen Zank. Oh, they would have torn it up.
2: I heard my whole thing. And then and then that's the other thing. Okay, so we're gonna get Jeff and Carolyn, but they're not gonna be in Port Charles. Like Liz is going to California to confront them. So we're gonna get these isolated ass scenes. So Jeff and Carolyn aren't going to see their grandsons. Jeff isn't gonna have be able to have a moment with Monica and or Leslie. Like, no, fuck that. We just talked to Denise Alexander, goddammit, and she would have been willing to come back for an episode three. I think Leslie Charleston would even put her cigarette down and came back for a couple episodes
0: now. Not my Leslie smoking.
2: I mean, shit, they could have even went to Shaded Pines and got Rachel Ames for an episode. Shit. Like, if you're gonna bring back Jeff fucking Weber after 40 years, do it correctly. No, we're going to get some half-ass ham-scram bullshit. Because of the three fucking stooges. Chris, Dan, and Frank. Mopy Dopey, and Lopey.
4: Mopy Dopey, and Lopey.
0: So, um, I will tell you something I'm highly invested in that, uh. to me, actually does not feel slung together on this show uh, for once is the whole mystery of where is Lucy, Anna being set up, every vet trying to take down Victor Cassadine. This is really interesting to me. And this is where I'm very much loving General Hospital. And it just goes to show the vets are carrying the show right now. Um, I thought it was very interesting how Holly kind of reacted to Victor. um, And I'm wondering, did Victor do something to Holly in terms of brainwashing while she was gone for those two years. Um, Alan, what are you thinking of the mystery of Lucy's disappearance, Victor Cassidyne, Holly's return, kind of that whole huge umbrella story?
1: It's probably brainwashing with Holly, but don't forget that Holly held the, the antidote fucking monkey fucking monkey a hostage back in the day. And she was willing to let Robin die, so she isn't the most moral person, so it could be just straight up Blackguard to get her to fucking do less shit with Lucy.
0: Exactly. So do you think um, that it's Alex who shot Lucy, or do you think Holly wore an Anna
1: mask? I think the other one, because you know, they made Alex a fucking super villain, so you go either way with this, this thing.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, but I will say Fanola Hughes is killing it right now. I'm loving everything Fanola Hughes. And um, Ryan from TV Source tweeted out, like, the perfect tweet. He said something to the effect of, like, having Fenola Hughes at the center of GH just feels right. And
2: I totally agree. Like, she is making the show for me right now. I mean, she, she was the first one to ever win them a fucking lead actress in.
0: Period.
2: So Tiggs, what are you thinking then of the whole victory? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's nice to have Holly back. I love Emma Sam. She looks amazing. Um, I've never really cared for Holly like that. I I did a whole, I I always saw it for Robert and Anna. I know it's unpopular. I didn't care for Anna and Duke, and I don't care for holly Robert and Holly and, uh, Holly's full of shit. She's up there like, oh, well, I don't remember. Bitch, you're lying. She's already on bullshit, like Holly usually is on bullshit. Um, yeah, either she disguised, she was disguised as Anna or Alex did it. And Lucy got shot with a tranquilizer gun and not a real gun. And she somewhere drugged the fuck up. I'm just not, I'm saying, what is Victor's end game? Is he looking for the ice princess? Does he want to fold for fold for Wendy's? What the fuck is going on? He's not even trying to brainwash <laughs> Drew anymore. What is the fucking point? And then him up here trying to be all self-respect with Nicholas yesterday. You talking about him not caring about his son. Motherfucker, you threaten to kill Valentine every other day and twice on Sundays. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, Nicholas does care about Spencer. Yes, he should have been able to go see him in Pittenville. But it's like everybody wants to make it seem like, oh, he just chose Ava. No, he did not. That man can have a wife and have a life and not cater to his overprivileged, spoiled ass, grown ass son. Spencer is nineteen years old in prison. Oh. He's not. He's not the the jazz hands, cutesy little kid anymore. He's a grown ass man. And I stopped oh. feeling sorry for him the minute he started gaslighting Ava, using Kiki's dead ass against her, and making her think that Avery, his little cousin, was in danger. I don't care. Hmm. Like, yes, Nicholas is fucked up, but no, it's not because of Ava. Nicholas, a lot of his mistakes, Nicholas did it for Nicholas. It wasn't because of this obsession with Ava. He's in love with Ava. He's not obsessed. He's in love with her.
4: Yeah, with Victor. What,
2: what Victor had with, with Liesel and what he wants for Lucy, motherfucker, that's obsession.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no.
0: But I will say it, this. They actually love
2: Nicholas back. <laughs> like, like no.
0: It is this, totally like classic Victor to kind of get in somebody's head in order for them to not place blame on him for his actions. Like, and,
2: and then he's talking about all this shit about, oh, you don't do much for the family. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. What that, Charles? Thomas. It's like Stefan never raised Nicholas to dishonor the Castadine legacy. I that didn't understand fucking that. Shit. That's, That's bullshit. I'm like, How are you honoring the legacy, Victor? Motherfucker, you were play dead for 40 years. Valentine has did more for the Castadines than you had. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck are you talking about? You can't assume shit. Nicholas still runs Casadine Industries. You just have a few leftover connects from the WSB and a few billion dollars in the bank. All that shit was left to Nicholas because of Mikos. You barely have any fucking thing. You don't hold the keys to the kingdom. Nicholas does. No matter how much Victor wants to bark. Because if that's the damn case, Valentine would still be running the shit. But no, because of that codicil he doesn't. All of that shit belongs to Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. All Victor has to his name is the, the, the blood money he's collected over 40 years. Uh All the rest of that legit cast iron shit belongs to Nicholas.
0: And that's the only thing keeping his lifestyle afloat, too, because Nicholas owns it all. He owns every little ass piece property, furniture, everything.
2: It's like the only reason you didn't get caught up is because Nicholas kept it a secret that you were alive for years. Yep. If you had this much power over Nicholas, he wouldn't have been able to hold that over you. Like, it's just... Like I said, Chris and Dan are just pulling shit out their asses and just making up whatever. I love Charles Shaughnessy. I don't mind him as Victor. But this shit is getting old. It's not making any sense. We've been at this for almost two years. Let's get to the fucking point. Like I'm not understanding. Yeah, it's like what what is Victor after? What does he want? There there's a lot of dangling threads with
0: it because it's like how come we have no update? From Jennifer Smith and Luke's death is still not impactful. Where the fuck is Jeannie Francis? Like, right, because she
2: been gone for four motherfucking months. Like, girl, we like, like I we get that summer vacation. It's damn that Halloween and shit. You love Cabot Cove. Come back to Port Charles. Jesus Christ. But no, that's what they did with Laura last year. Now that I think about it, because She left around right before the 4th of July last year. We didn't see Laura until like a week after Thanksgiving. I'm like, God damn, Jeannie. Now, look, girl, look. Them kids has grown. You've been with Jonathan Franks for 35 years. (laughs) You ain't got that much. You ain't got that much to do, child. You need all that fucking time off, girl.
0: And also, this year, I'm telling you right now.
2: Hell, Finola ain't even take her break this goddamn year. Yeah, For no to say it, fuck it, girl. I ain't doing no documentaries this year.
0: Yeah, I don't want a big Jeannie Francis return promo this year. I don't because no,
2: because it, it's not, it's not warranted. It's not needed.
0: Yeah, those so aren't. Get Laura, back and let's
2: just let, let's do this.
0: Like you know, they give her that every year. The and I'm not saying this has nothing to do with how legendary she is. We know Laura's there though, so I don't need. Jeannie Francis returns to General Hospital. She's been there on and off since 2015, mostly on. It's like, get her back from her break and move it the frick along. Because I'm tired of them having to fill in these Laura plot holes with some convoluted mess every year. I'm not saying Jeannie doesn't deserve her vacation, but they got to put it in her contract somewhere that it doesn't need to be half the
2: year when Laura is needed desperately right now in Right, it's like there's no way in hell that she should still be overseas helping Leslie repair her lake house. Exactly. Like, no. (laughs) Maybe
1: they can finally break it up, like one month earlier in the year, the other month in the summer.
2: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they need to start doing that. They need to have like maybe Jeannie do some block taping or something like that. And just kind of scatter her appearances out, and do something like that. Cause for Laura to just go four or five months out of the year just over some stupid ass storyline reasoning—it's—it's it's crazy. Now next year, what's going to happen? Oh well, you know, Leslie has explosive diarrhea, and she really needs you right now, Laura. I'm like the ammonium AD is not working. She needs you, a daughter's love. Like, what the fuck? Like, no.
0: Like he's sprained his ankle. Look at all that is happening with Spencer right now. Laura has been there for none of that. And she adores
2: her grandson. And like, then, you mean to tell me that Spencer is in Pittonville with Cyrus? Yeah. Laura we- nothing about it. You mean to tell me that Victor has had Charlotte pretty much locked away at that damn boarding school and Laura Byrne ain't did nothing about it. And then also the whole Lucy
0: thing with Martin, her other brother, like Laura would be there for all of this right
2: now.
1: And Laura, ain't she still the mayor of the town?
2: Yeah, exactly. Talking about she doing her business remotely. Came, ain't, I ain't never heard of no mayor of no city doing a business remotely for months.
0: Super spies and CEOs have just gone missing. And Laura's like, oh they fine. I'm gonna go have another cocktail with my mom.
3: Abe is doing his job in office <laughs> Monday and he's the mayor. The fuck? See why the black people always gotta work? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Abe been working every day since he was fifteen years old. He was the commissioner for decades. <laughs> oh lord. But anyway, um, yeah, let's uh well, real quick with G.H., one last thing. Tiggs, what are you thinking of the major backlash of a Malibu beach with a coastline being turned into
2: Jacksonville? I, yeah, it, it's stupid. Somebody even tweeted, like, I live in Jacksonville and it ain't nothing that looks like that here. <laughs> like, that that was ridiculous. They should have just found, like... Maybe like a, a small like California has a small little public beach that that was nice enough that they could have did that they didn't have to do some sweeping cruise in the Eden nineteen eighty eight Santa Barbara promo as montage of cliffs and peaks and valleys and all this other bullshit. But at the
0: same time, this is the same show where a spiral perm rapist stopped a Greek megalomaniac. <laughs> well-
2: Casey, that was 40 years ago. We're talking about now. Okay, let's talk about now, shall we? Let's talk about how we're
0: not sure who shot Lucy. Is it Emma Sams brainwashed with the mask? Or is it Anna's twin who was a police chief who all of a sudden turned into a supervillain equivalent to a Mikko's It's like, I don't understand. Yeah, it was ridiculous from the Carly and Drew perspective. I'm like, that is so not that couple. They have no dynamic. They have the chemistry, but they have no dynamic, no story. They didn't need all that. But still,
2: to go, oh, that Coast business is the worst thing I've ever seen. Well, no, no, it ain't the worst. No, cause Like I said, it still was beautiful, and it was like to go on a location shoot. But, yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, I mean, so fans are going to nitpick. They're going to quibble. Like, I mean, like like I said, it, it kind of annoyed me a bit. But it's like it's something I just laughed at. Like, this is so yeah. cool. Like, but it was
0: ridiculous her. from a story perspective. Carly and Drew, of all people, please. Um, Alan, what did you think of the backlash about the code? Was
1: stupid, but I'm just happy to see a location to involve that fucking park bench. Because... Usually, when G.H. goes, she's outside, she's that fucking park bench that we always see, and it's stupid. I, I hate the
2: fucking park. Yeah, or see so or, easy, or an actual a,
1: beach and people yeah, or on it's the
2: top of that damn parking garage that they say is General Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
0: God. Well, yeah, it, it was stupid all around. I mean, it was stupid to think that Drew and Carly needed that, and
2: it was stupid for soap fans to complain. I'm like, do you even know the show you're watching? No, no, I no, I now, like I said, I, I don't mind it because, like I said, yes, yes, they have the chemistry, they don't have the dynamic, but I get the point of it all. Something needed to happen to bring Carly and Drew closer because she needs yes. to fall in love with him. So when Drew finds out she's a, nothing but a, a a a funky cat rat trap line ass bitch. When it comes to Nina and Willow, that will change the dynamic for them. But until then, like, you know, they have to cement them as a cup. So I, I get that. It's just that y'all could have just built a cute little beach set. And it would have had a lot more meaning than that bullshit y'all put. It was it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It's just, it's it's just one of those things where it was a location shoot that wasn't needed. It's like, when you motherfuckers need to go on location and do something nice, y'all give us a rinky-dink-ass set. This could have been a rinky-dink-ass set and then y'all spent the money to do this location Mm shit. It's like the the asylum is ran by the inmates with these soap operas. When it comes to the executive producer and the, the network, they just they're idiots. They're idiots. And you have the soap, some of the soap fans who are fucking idiots. It's y'all fault. It's y'all damn fault. Not logical bitches like us. It's y'all bitches out there, the bitches that thought that motherfucking 29-year-old biracial Alice Hunter should have been 54-year-old white-ass Hope Williams Brady on Days of Philosophy. It's you stupid-ass bitches that they think, oh, these soap fans are dumb as fuck anyway. Let's just do any goddamn thing. They'll love this. And nine times out of ten, when they think we're going to love something, there's something stupid. It's shit we've never seen in our fucking life. <laughs> then when they think we hate something, it's something we actually like. And that's the shit they get rid of.
0: And get rid of it real quick. <laughs> Uh, So anyway, let's move on to Days of Our Lives. A lot going on there. Um, Emmy, let's kick things off with you. Uh, What did you think about uh, Chanel, Allie, and um, Alex, and how Chanel thought the threesomes
3: weren't going to be a regular thing, and now Allie suddenly wants to make nice with Alex? Um, Well, first off, I think that it was very progressive and it's a very now storyline. This never would have happened back in the day. I mean, I think James E. Riley would have said, I want to do this. And NBC would have been like, oh no, we can't do that. So I love that it was done. Um, I do love the fact that there's conflict in that relationship, but God, it's like, Chanel baby you chose wrong go 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 get on Johnny's dick like Allie's hot in the pants like that girl always got problems she's always arguing with people just get back with him because he is so much easier to deal with um I I do like the character of Chanel the character of Ali's starting to bug me and you know I do not like that character of Alex he has been a creeper since day one But I I do appreciate the threesome story. I I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool that they did it. But then, you know, the rest of the show is kind of like, I'm
0: sorry, the rest of the show is what?
3: You heard me.
0: (laughs) It's
3: Um, like, how do they do this story so well? And they go so forward. And then they have... Kristen fucking her stepson like I, I just I don't understand who like I don't know I don't get it I
2: don't get it <laughs> I mean uh, the threesome thing that was a moment that wasn't a story
3: it was so I
2: loved it and it was good though know, I-, I liked it too I just didn't like the basis of it because the basis of it was Allie did it based off of her insecurities yeah. it was because she was on some free yeah. co shit she did it because of her insecurities I didn't like that now it's turning into like a regular now
3: she's a free hub Mm-hmm. No, Man.
2: no, no, because like the whole thing, like she just wants to, to be cool with Alex because she actually likes Alex and she wants to be friends. That's why she wanted to see him again. She told Chanel. that. No, she t- t- like, no. She didn't know
0: that's going to turn into something more. Yeah, no,
2: is- no, it, it's not. I don't think it is.
3: Honey, so, I want I'm friends with Casey. You don't see me having a threesome. But no,
2: but no, I I love think, no, I you think what it, no, because no, because they're, they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. This Alex and Stephanie mm-hmm. so crazy. So no, so no, oh. no, no. I think Chanel and Allie are just gonna be Alex's homegirls. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of like how, um, uh, Sloan was with, with Callie and Arizona on graves. That's what that's gonna turn huh. into. They'll be all homies. That's it. Good for them.
4: Um, watch it, but
2: yeah, <laughs> because. They're they're doing it with the whole mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: him. Mm-hmm. I would He's much so
3: rather. See,
0: I would much rather just see Alex not on
2: my screen.
3: <laughs> I mean, he is the creepiest character. Yeah, it
2: is. It's just like it was so creepy to have him bragging about the threesome to Sunny, and Sonny told him like, "That's my right. little sister." Like, 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 right. who's your brother-in-law? That's his little sister. That's gross, dude.
3: They're making and the, Chanel this used character to, be
2: married to Will's little brother. Like
3: that's this, gross. This character would be so perfect in the '90s. It doesn't. Yeah, work. Right.
2: Yeah. Like I said. Yeah. Like this is a or, or like there's a reason why Quagmire works on Family Guy. He's a coach. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why Charlie yeah. Dietz worked on Empty Nest. It ended right. in 1995. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. You know, I'm you not can't into have a like this. No, he does. He acts like Quagmire. He acts like Charlie fucking Deept. He does. That's what he acts like. And it's just like, it's gross.
3: It is gross.
2: Like, no. But I'm
3: glad they kind of moved away from it a little bit. But- well, no, they,
2: they haven't really did that because now he's back fucking Sloan. Hold well, on, let him mean, yeah. You know, he's back to being in the hole now because he's back fucking Sloan. True. And they don't care about each other like that. They're both vain. You I know, like they're that. both vapid.
3: Yeah. You know, no, no, like because
2: I, I like Sloan. I actually want Sloan with Rafe. But what? Because they have chemistry. And if I have to do with Ray, if he needs to be with somebody. Then he has chemistry. I with. agree with And you. Rafe does Rafe does better when he's with a bitch. Rafe and Nicole would actually work if Nicole was still being written like it was fucking two thousand. Oh.
3: I can't. <laughs>
2: Look, if, that if Nicole, character. if Nicole was still being written like a gold digging and martini slinging ass bitch, her and Rayford, <laughs> <Clark, laughs> Rayford works better when he's like, he needs like a Jack and Carly Snyder type romance. He needs a Carly Tennie. That's what he needs.
3: I'm sorry. I feel like Sloan is old enough to be his daughter. It's creepy to me. That that's creepy to me.
2: Oh, that 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 ain't that man. Cause he, uh, Galen is fifty one, but he don't look fifty one. And that he girl, don't. The fuck know. he do? Stop it. Galen is still very attractive. He doesn't. He look is attractive. Fifty one year old. Look, he he looked younger than uh, Trouble St. John, and they the same age. <laughs> but, um, ain't that the truth? <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think him and Sloan, and plus we need. We all know eventually Rave gonna get his miracle baby, and he needs to be with a bitch young enough to give him one. So, um, but yeah, See, they're this, writing
3: Nicole as a heroine. She's not a heroine not at a heroine. all. That's, that's not, no, that's she's not a bitch. Made the character
0: popular. No, this is the made the so, character I mean, we all know what this is. It's so Ariane Zucker can keep getting her lead actress in noms, which she deserve.
2: I mean, but, but, it's right? like, but, but no, but no, okay. but no, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> Because no, I mean, it really,
0: really is because they write her to only get Emmy reels. They really, really do. If you well, no, that's
2: not it. Because look what they do with Kristen and Stacy. How do still got? So it's just like no, it ain't that. It's just they're trying kind to
0: of is is because the they have her. the reason I say that is because they only write stories for her where she ends up crying all the damn time. All the tears translate into. Her five-minute lead actress girl, why the fuck are you in this category, Emmy Reel? It happens every single year. i and you can disagree,
1: but it's true because it's been happening since she's been back at the show. Every single yes, s- Because Nicole's been crying since Daniel died. That's yep. pretty much what he's done.
0: And she's gotten yeah.
1: an Emmy nomination every year since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just
2: like, yeah, they just they don't write Nicole the way that they need to write Nicole.
3: Because really like an evolved point. version of herself. You know they don't yeah. need to do like full on bitch, but evolve version. She's just she they're trying to write her like she's fucking Jennifer Horton back in the nineties. Exactly. She's not Jennifer fucking Horton. Ugh.
2: Anyway. The writing for yeah, the writing for her and Eric is just trash at this point. Horrible. I want them yep. I want them to get back together, give me my give me my eric hold and write them out. That's why dress. ugly ass dresses got that poor woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now I, wait a minute now because she wore the hell out that blue dress uh the other day when she took them photos because her titties were sitting. And <laughs> and that's, the only, that's the only Nicole thing she's
0: dressed in in the past. 10
3: years. Yeah, that was very Nicole. Remember that red and blue long
0: sleeve
1: lace dress they had her in, like.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know?
1: And before oh. air Nicole leaves, they should have a, a miracle baby. She can leave pregnant.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because it, it's time. It's really. But, time. I kind of don't. Like once want they get Eric them back together, once they once they get them back together, there's nothing else but to give them a miracle baby and just leave it at that. Where Eric go.
3: because it makes it's making Eric look so stupid. He keeps taking this bitch back. She keeps cheating or something that, like. Oh, it's annoying. It's making Eric look real dumb.
2: Well, well, now, 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 look, no, because Eric fucked up to the last time he abandoned that woman.
3: Oh, I'm not he saying, he I'm not saying, Abandoned? No. <laughs> yes, he did. He,
2: he did. Mm-hmm. He, he, did.
3: That. That girl? Mother-
2: he took a wife.
3: job. He didn't abandon
2: her. He was with the no.
3: Lord. He didn't no, abandon Eric, her.
2: No, Eric has this suit, the this savior complex. And Eric, Eric is just as fucking selfish and self-serving as Sam. He just, the, the, he Whoa. goes about it differently. Yes, he what? is. No, like, going yes, he is going to Africa and abandoning Nicole barely three months after you guys been married after everything y'all has been through. And then to be gone for months after months after months. And of course, Nicole can't say anything because he's helping the poor people in Africa and she'll be a bitch.
3: Exactly. No, and
2: no, that's Nicole's helping. That's the, no, that's selfish. He's That's selfish. An Eric is just as selfish and self-serving as Sammy, and as much as I love her dearly, they got that from Marlena. Because Marlena dare you. does the same shit. Marlena can be just as selfish and self-serving when it comes to her career and her How patience. How dare
3: job. you, Casey, so, You better no, say
2: no, something. Is. No, it is. That's Marlena. No, this is when y'all. it comes to when it comes to Marlena's career and job, when it comes to her career and John, Marlena is extremely selfish. Eric and Sammy mm. got that shit from her. So it's, it's called hard like, working. You know, it's just like, you know, Eric made his mistakes too. That was not right. Mm. It wasn't right. And like I said, and it wasn't fair to Nicole to put her in that position to where huh. she can't even feel neglected or feel did wrong because he's going off to save lives. That's all bullshit. This because bullshit.
3: Bullshit. if Eric was a soldier fighting for the country, you're going to say, oh, well, he left her. He was doing his job with the Lord. <laughs> well, he but, was but with see, the Lord. But, no,
2: but see, but there's also a difference, too. If he was a soldier, he would have no fucking choice.
3: Uh, when you, when no black, you get no, some into some the no, call no, of the Lord, no got no choice. the
2: door and said, Eric, Eric, can you please help the village? And then he went. Oh,
3: let's door. just call a spade a spade. Nicole was horny. She stayed horny. She's horny in her sleep, and she just couldn't hold herself. Let's just say that.
2: And this was after Eric had been gone for eight fucking months. Hello, have you seen Greg Vaughn, bitch? I'm locking it up until he gets back. Are you kidding me? No. Is, no, you're talking from like, no. If this the was fuck? a real situation. The real situation, wife, I would lock no. it up until in, he gets back. In a real he situation, any wife would have the right to feel neglected
3: oh, and please. lonely. Oh, please.
2: It's like Eric ain't no fucking saint. He wasn't no victim in this he was a <laughs> like, no army wives famously cheat so if you're gonna be in the military
3: they always do the heck
2: it's like no it's like eric mm-hmm. didn't want to own up to his role and then oh yeah then he you know once he got kicked out of the priesthood that's when he wanted to own up to his role in oh their come on now
3: nicole's having stupid ass dreams about him while he's while he's with a hot ass black woman. Girl, go on and just. And I'm so
0: tired, Lord. She and and, and
2: And Eric was having dreams about. What the hell about? he even Mm -hmm.
0: cried about that too? Like when she went to him and was like,
2: "I had a sex dream about you." I'm like,
0: "Fuck, are you even crying over this?" Like the
3: only time I liked Chloe's when she was like, "Look, girl, you better stop with your bullshit." Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe dragged her for filth over the coals. I was loving it. And she didn't even listen. She's like, are you my friend or what? Why are you defending her? her. Like,
2: no, shit. yeah, no, no. Yeah, what Nicole is doing is wrong and what Eric is doing is wrong. Because when Eric, when you first came back, you should have just admitted you wanted the girl back. Ugh. Well, no. You were too self Not selfish. But you were too stubborn and full of pride oh. like your daddy. Now, he got that shit from wrong. You were too stubborn and full of your pride. And by the time you did open your mouth, she married Ray. No, 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 no! It
3: took her two days to marry Ray. Let's just keep that real.
2: I mean, it's a, no, we're we're no, we're no, we're no, we're no! Everybody commercial break
3: and they were married. No,
2: we all know no, Mary over. Ray too young, but too young, too soon, but still, Eric yeah. was the one being stubborn and prideful and just didn't want to just admit. I to the woman back. I yeah, that was part of
3: Eric's behavior. She had
2: sex on the freaking desk while he was gone.
3: The fuck out of here. Get out of here. She, I didn't want that hoe anyway.
2: Get out of here. Well, well, that would be all fine and Danny if he still didn't want her, Emmy, but he does. Yeah. <laughs> does that he's having those sex
0: streams too, like Tigs. Yeah, like
2: he's mm. doing it too.
3: Maybe Ralph is uh, brainwashing him.
0: Oh, let's not talk about
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then the whole thing with Brady and Chris, you're talking about she wanting her step. Uh. That's no, no. That Let's call it state
3: of That is a dumb story.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like, look, game recognizes game. Eric Mossoff has been in that role for 14 years, and his only and most popular parent has been with Kristen, Stacy, and Eileen. Let's right, just the, call it what the
3: character it. who raped him. Yes,
2: I got it. Well, EJ technically raped Sammy, and everybody's still goo gaga over EJ. And that's still gross. You know, there are still seventy-year-olds that want Luke and Laura back together. I was gonna say the biggest like, you know, couple so in this like, drama. You, know, I mean, you know that don't mean nothing. There, there are seventy-year-olds who still cherish Roger and Holly. Well, so they're on like, their that way that out. So
3: by Roger and Holly, and and on TV. So shut up, yo, seventy bit.
2: <laughs> it's just like <laughs> no. It's just like yeah. She she did break him, but I mean at this point. He fell in love with her anyway. Yeah, was he was say, that that with. Of
3: okay. course, he's going to he fucking groom them. Brady
0: is just as much culpable in that as Kristen is. Because Brady being hits the default button and goes back to her each and every time. And, you know, she does something to mess up two months later.
2: Kristen, how could you do this? You're so evil. Like... God, I'm so... And, 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 and that's the whole thing. Like That's why I don't feel sorry for Chloe because Kristen, everything Kristen has said about Chloe is right. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for Chloe. I that's don't feel sorry for Chloe right. because no, when Brady and Kristen were together, Brady was going to wait for Kristen, wait for her to wait her sentence out at Statesville mm-hmm. and they were going to be together. Chloe had no respect for their relationship whatsoever. No, Because... She poured her heart out to Brady and he shitted on her. That's how she ended up fucking around back with Philip. But when Kristen did what she always does and Mm self-destructs, that's when Brady decided he didn't respect Chloe and Philip's relationship, so then he wanted her back. So it's just like everything Kristen has said about Chloe the last year is correct. She is a home-wrecking bitch. Mm. You knew he wanted to be with Kristen and you didn't care. And then he, knew you want to be fulfilled? And he didn't care. So now both of you selfish motherfuckers are getting exactly what you deserve.
3: I wish that they had had Kristen hate on Chloe, but not pull a fucking letter opener on her. That was ridiculous.
0: Well, that's how she got my Santana to give her full custody. Well,
3: and then get mad at Chloe for reporting it and say, oh, it was your fault. Bitch, no, it was your fault. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't.
0: So let's talk about another aspect of Days, and Alan will go to you on this. Um, Zach Tinker is reportedly out as Sonny. Um, what are you thinking of that?
1: Well, it kind of makes sense because if you can't have Chandler Massey full time and they aren't willing to recast Will right now, it makes sense for Sonny to eventually leave. So hopefully they can get Colton Little off. And bring him on the main show as Andrew Jonathan, and put him on contract, and give him a blocker, just whether it's Paul or someone else. I don't want him with Leo because Leo has been ruined and he's a fucking pervert and needs to go. I don't like Leo anymore. He doesn't need to be on there.
0: Definitely. I agree. Um, Ticks, what do you think of uh,
2: Zach Pinker reportedly being out? I mean, yeah, because didn't he want to be recurring too? Allegedly, yeah, and I don't like I said I don't get days with this recurring bullshit. It's like it's stupid. Um, I I get it with Chandler because it's just like okay, Chandler has a real job and a career and everything, but y'all could have just recast Will. (laughs) Like if y'all wanted Sunny and Will back for a certain type of story, you could have you could have found a a a recast for lesser money. And whatever was left over, you could have just gave it to Zack Tinker and made the motherfucker sign a contract. By the bean by the motherfucking boo. Like then that that's what you do. That's business. That's show business. I don't know why King Corday Alex, like, he don't know how to run a business now. Him and Albert. Tell him. Tell because, him. I, because I guarantee you if Greg Meme was still over in that motherfucker, we wouldn't be worried about this shit right <laughs> now. Tell him. Greg. Like Ken misses a week at the golf course and now he's doing this stupid shit because he actually has to work today. <laughs> Pissing my ass. <laughs> it's stupid. And like, no, it seems like we're stuck with Leo. So if they want to bring on Andrew for him, uh, maybe because mm, it doesn't make sense, but if they're gonna try to redeem Leo through Paulina, I guess, cause Jack A. Harry can make anything work. But like it's just, you know, uh, and the, and like I said, it was cute to know that Teresa's a successful yeah. shoe designer. That was that was a cute right. little throwaway line.
3: Right. And, and see,
2: and that can solve the problem too, Emmy. Uh, if you know you're not really feeling the whole Briston thing, hire Teresa Donovan mm-hmm. that Eric Montal has explosive chemistry with. Explosive. And there you go. That's the thing, that's the thing. The because that's the thing. Because that's the thing. If you know he sucked with Sarah Brown, he was with Cassie the Piva, the mm-hmm. moment had passed with um uh with uh Molly Burnett
4: mm-hmm. um
2: you know because and he they only put him with Chloe because there was nobody else on the canvas for him to be nobody. Like, oh, this man has been Brady for fourteen years. They've never tried to put him back with Chloe until this year. You yep. want to know why? Because there was nobody else for the other to be on the canvas with. Like yes. I said, she she still has that chemistry with Jacob Johnson, but for some reason we can't get flawed. She even still got it with with uh fucking Kyle Lauder. I will take Chloe with Rex at this point. She asked him to fucking statute. Um baby, I would
0: take Rex with the unemployment line at this point.
2: Look, I, oh. I, I get it, Casey. Kyle Lauder's a dick in real life. I get it. But <laughs> he's still he's he's he he does decent as Rex and him and I still have a um, I didn't
0: realize he could act amongst all the spray tan fumes. Oh boy. No,
2: stop it, Casey. Oh, yes, he yes, he's a dick. Some of our favorite soap actors and actors are assholes, but that doesn't take away that they're good actors.
0: Oh, good
2: actors! I would, I would mind Rex being back full time. I know he have served the Rick and Ridge years on the boulder. Yeah, no,
3: he hey, Leah from- Michelle is on Broadway right now. Okay, yeah, it's right. like That's like
2: right. like I said, Kyle Louder would be fine. Like him and Nadia still are hot. I would yeah. take Rex and Chloe, and it would yeah. drive and it would drive Kate up a fucking wall. I mean, yeah, yes, but right. yeah.
0: Yes, he's a dick in real life. I just have never really found him
2: particularly entertaining. Just cause oh of- yeah, because yeah, me, I, I I don't mind Kyle Louder. I was always, I mean, I was always more of a flowy fan. But him and Nadia have always had chemistry. And no. like, and on on bold, he was it, no. I mean, he was better than Justin Torokosin. That's all oh. I can say. Oh, <laughs> like, um, yeah. And get him, beside, Casey. Get beside, him. And he has... Become, no, it's okay. I get it. Tiggs likes
0: a bad botched nose job and a spray tan on his toe.
2: Oh, I can't shit. help that. Oh, oh, stop it. Kyle still looks fine and, oh, and he, his I type of act... And he's actually gotten better as an actor. Like, he doesn't like... Because I don't know what the fuck that was 15 years ago on Vogue. But now... <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's gotten better as an actor. You know, it's like... Yeah. He he, I like him as Rex. He he fits in. Like, yeah. I'm like okay, yeah, this is cute. Yeah, you know, all we need is like you know Mackenzie Westmore, Gina Tognoni as Cassie, and we got a ball game. But yeah, like I I, I don't mind him. Um, okay, uh, yeah I Like I said, Dave's cool for right now. Like I'm loving Johnny and Wendy. I want Johnny with Wendy. I like them together. Yeah, the the shit with Rolf pissed me off. It pissed me off first initially because Rolf is such a fucking wimp. You let Gabby come in there and punch you. But then he did 95 years old. He
3: is 107. How he take how he I'm so sick
0: of Rolf and his tribal ponytail. Right. I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. The Emmy and I had this conversation and Tiggs, I think me and you slightly kind of did. I get it. It's days of our lives. It's the same excuse when we see a love triangle on B and B. We're like, oh, that's bald. The show is too goddamn motherfucking over the top. You have mm-hmm. to bring it back down a little bit. No, no, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. No yes. way that 98-year-old Wilhelm <laughs> would have
4: overpowered
0: Latina Gabby Hernandez, who grew up on the wrong side of the tracks and spent 10 years in prison.
4: Come mm-hmm. on. Uh,
2: but no, but no, but no, it, it's but we're a year of prison. But but no, but yeah, it it is is so like, t- he caught but no, he caught Gabby off guard. It wasn't like he he knocked the shit out of her. He caught her off guard and stabbed her with a stupid. syringe. Like Gabby should need him in the fucking nuts. That was like, the more, you know, that the more that believable from
0: behind. It is ridiculous that Ralph continues to get the upper hand on these people.
3: It it's is ridiculous.
2: Like, no, it no it, it was also so ridiculous having Gabby hold that knife to it. But I'm like, little well, girl.
3: She heard. Wow, she heard that. Wow. Senor, senorita. Little senorita,
2: that little bitch when ran up on me. I don't give a fuck how old I am, bitch. <laughs> even, even at 90, you ain't gonna run up on Victor Kenyakis like that, bitch. Because, oh, honey, anyone can
3: attack. run up on Victor Kenyakis.
0: Stabbed him while he was sitting in his lace. <laughs> right. Like, he didn't even, and I get it, John Anderson, you know, is getting older. Thank God we mm-hmm. still have him and he has to. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculous.
0: For Kristen to stab him when he was sitting down, I'm like, girl,
3: you couldn't that's have. a bitch move. To the so. left. Like, <laughs> that's a bitch move. Oh,
2: I, you know, as much as I love it, he deserved that shit. No, <laughs> <it, that laughs> was- he did. He did. But that's he's like- sitting down.
3: You couldn't just like do something else, like kick him in the shins or something. What the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like like said,
2: and the, the bullshit bigger. about that was, Ralph stabbing Gabby and her not remembering anything. I'm tired uh- of that stupid ass trope. No, I would have rather just for her to just continue to stay in the dark for a couple of more months instead okay. of her learning everything and then her memory getting erased. That's stupid. Mm-hmm.
4: This
2: That's Ralph stupid. Just, Ralph just needs to be done. Um okay. and, 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 and it would have been more believable if if they was gonna they could have had Stefan do that. Mm-hmm. Like Stefan could have charged um Ralph up. You know what I'm saying? Like, come the fuck on. Mm. Yeah. Like he could have charged him up because if I was Stephanie, I would have been like, let me tell you something. <laughs> when it comes to the American, what does Kristen really have? Kristen has shares in the company. Right. But she's living in Jake's old uh, apartment. Garage home. apartment. She's not home. even allowed to live in the family home. And right. Lee Shin, Lee Shin ain't worth shit. He's nothing but his father's puppet.
3: Yeah, but he's fine. You out. said you
2: are indebted to Stefano? well I am his namesake. You are right. going to tell me what the fuck you did. Right. And that's it. It's right. all this jibber jabber.
3: And he could go to his father and be like, uh yeah, he your son used um Demira resources for some project and he he would Yeah, yeah
2: he, he used the resources for a legal exit.
3: Right. His father would be like, "What?" and he would get it out of him. But instead we have him turning an apartment into uh, what did he do? Turned it into a beach?
2: And, and like I oh, said, in the whole, and, and the whole life living arrangement thing, stupid. why is why is Kristen still living in Jake's old shabby ass? No, she's not. Over his no, 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 no she was. But she was. still now, why yeah. is 45-year-old Brady is in charge of Basic, he is the CEO of Basic Black. Why the fuck is he still living at home with his parents? <laughs> this is stupid. It is stupid. Like, if that's the case, they hell, hell, they did they even gave Sloan her own place. They redid yep. Baby Sierra's old set yep. and gave it to Sloan. That could have been Brady's old that could have been Brady's apartment.
3: They sure did.
2: Because that's they wanted
3: the whole John Um Kristen marlena plot twist. That's what was. it was. Yeah,
2: that's why he did it. How many, mm-hmm. and, and at this point, and at this point, it's stupid. No, it's it just is. stupid at this point.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
2: John and Marlena don't need to be living with her for there to be any conflict.
3: They are in their seventies. They don't and need to Like leaves, about oh this. Right.
2: Kristen even, isn't even an issue for John and Marlena. Right. Let, her, let her be Brady's problem. He's the one that knocked her ass up. Let her be his problem. Well, and. Like how many bedrooms is that goddamn place? I
3: don't know. It's Exactly. Huge.
2: And I said on Twitter, I can see if this was Marlena's old penthouse from back in the day. Yes, That's right. huge. With the spiral staircase and shit, that place is mm-hmm. huge. They over there on section eight and that motherfucker, how the fuck are you <laughs> <motherfuckers> <laughs> living in your damn house? They tax <laughs> that bitch <laughs> like Sarine. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: they, they about do. to ask for government
0: assistance for some food stamps.
2: <laughs> I mean, oh, the only living arrangements now that makes sense is that Xander finally went and asked Victor can him and Sarah move back into the Kiriakis mansion.
3: That makes sense.
2: Now that finally makes sense and then now, you know, he asked Jack for a job. So I guess eventually him and Gwen are going to be crossing paths. Oh, my step.
3: God.
2: And my whole thing, I'm like, get Gwen out of that orbit. Y'all could have kept her in if y'all would have made the bitch pregnant. That would have made sense. But yeah, no, y'all did. So get Gwen oh. out of that orbit. If you're going to keep Gwen on the show, find her love interest. And let's move this along.
3: Ugh. Kim
2: te- Kim Tester with Lee Shin. Kim Tester with Alex. I find think she'd be good with EJ. Interest. Yeah, and that's I said that too. I'm like, no, Tim Tester with EJ because they always yeah. fucked it up because he should have been with Ava. Him and Tim yeah, were hot. But mm-hmm. no, but no, they were being short-sighted on that note. So yep. now Ava has reverted back to cartoon villain, and we're gonna she's gonna be written out in two weeks. And mm-hmm. it's just it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Stupid, stupid, stupid. It's like mm-hmm. it's like EJ has been back for a year and a half now. And, like, he needs a love interest. when yeah. he ain't coming back full time. So, E.J., the dream is done. His dad is all the Y'all need to find him a permanent love interest. You need right. to rebuild E.J. as a romantic leading man. And he could have had that with Abe. But, of course, they should have done it. So, yeah, try him and Gwen. It may work.
3: And maybe they know. can redeem Gwen because I can't stand that character right now.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, me too. Like, Because all, all they need to do, two things. First off, find her, because this is days.
4: Mm-hmm. find
2: her a love interest. Like, they, they found a way to redeem Ben. He was hot with Sierra,
4: and mm-hmm. he saved
2: Will. Boom. Do the same thing with Gwen. Find somebody that Gwen is hot with and then let her save Thomas and or Charlotte from sudden danger so Chad doesn't hate her as much.
3: Bam. Well, they kinda tried to redeem her because she's not telling the police that um Jennifer's the one hitter. So yes, they're but that
4: that's not
2: trying.
3: That's
4: it's well not, that's a start. Oh, it that's definitely isn't a It's a start. But no. Yeah.
2: That's why that's why I said she needs to mm-hmm. give a kidney or something to Thomas the Sharp or a piece <laughs> of her liver. No, I'm just saying, if she does something sure. to save one or both of the Abigail's children, mm-hmm. that would go a long way. You right. know what I'm saying? And even Chad would be like, "I ain't fucking with you like that," but I guess I won't try to kill you today, bitch. You know? Something <laughs> like that. You know? And then that could that could because I still I like going being a bitch, but they have to redeem her because she's done some mm-hmm. horrible things.
3: Yeah, so they made her absolutely- like Kristen, though. They made her irredeemable, but now they gotta like bring her down. Mm-hmm. Did too much. Like she's like, like you said, it, she was a cartoon at first, like doing all killing. Yeah, the that, that's what I was saying, like, the fuck try out her of here. With
2: Ej, try her with Alex. Try her with Lee Shane. Yeah, like I yeah. said, bring back Jeremy Horton. Try her and Ooh. Jeremy
4: together. Mm. Yeah. You know
2: that that cause that could be another source of contention for her and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Jim's not gonna want that bitch with her beloved nephew, so you know th- that's what they can do. That's what they need to do. And the same thing with Leo. If we're gonna deal with Leo, we yep. have to try to find a way to redeem Leo a little bit, and he needs a love interest. Even I want if him not, back
3: with Craig. I'll be, I'll be one hundred. I'll be one hundred. I want him back with Craig because I, I don't I, want him with
2: anybody else. I'm good on Craig and Nancy. They've ruined both of those characters. I'm gonna.
3: <sighs> they also. really have. They Thank can come. They can come sense. back
2: when they finally bring on Joy West. Other than that, I'm just like ugh. no. I, I mean, no. They could either bring back um, uh, Andrew.
3: Well, or- An- no, not for Leah. I think Andrew and Paul need to be together.
2: Uh, yeah, but Crystal Sean ain't coming back to that damn show. They'll just oh, have so to you don't together. think they can
0: find another hunky Asian? Well,
2: well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, no, they could, and and that'll be nice. Mm. But I mean. I mean, it's textbook soap. You know, Leo is this, you know, vapid gold digger and Andrew is the dutiful ISA agent. It, it's soapy. But then if you don't want to do that, hmm, who else could they bring on that could possibly They deal? could bring
3: Wendy's kid, um, Benjamin, and bring him on. Who? Wendy. Wendy, Wendy who? Reardon.
0: Oh, yeah. She's talking about Wendy
3: Reardon. Yeah, they could. They could. Wait, wait. Wait, Wendy had a kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, not Wendy the Asian girl.
2: No, I know. No, I know Wendy.
3: Yeah, Wendy with Jonah. She had a kid right, but, and it wasn't um Jonah. Remember?
2: You know what? It's been so long because I forgot that the last Wendy was Ivana Lopez.
3: Yep. Because the, yep. the
2: only the only Wendy. I, yeah, because it was three Wendy's. Hmm. Yeah, it was Lark Voorhees, because she got that after save by the Bell went off. Mm-hmm. And yep. then it was my favorite um, Wendy. Tammy, Tammy Townsend.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tammy
2: Townsend was my favorite Wendy. Loved her. And him. then
0: Ivana mm-hmm. pass was Wendy for about two Because then, I think we yeah. drew, tweeted out one time that Benjamin should be Jada's ex-husband.
3: Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that'll, yeah,
2: that'll that work, too. That'll work, too. I, yeah, because the best one I forgot. And plus, you got to also remember. Days was bad shit crazy back then. It <laughs> but, was, um, was. Yeah. Uh, that
3: was James E. Riley on his shit. But yeah,
2: yeah, you know, they could do that. But you know, he could be at That would be
3: the deal. hmm. But then um, they'll yeah. have two Wendy's on there. Yeah.
2: That's the only um, But no, I think if they wanted to bring on another gay character, hmm. I don't know. Who has a son that should be about 30 years old that can be with Leo? Hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Last time I checked, Bonnie has a son named Connor, Patrick and Mimi's little brother. Bang. Or That's can kill Leo off. I mean, or that too. But, but, or no, I'm one just of them. Um... but I, no, I'm just thinking, Alan, yes. Leo and Gwen could be gone, but if they're insisting on keeping them on, they they got to be vile. So I'm just thinking. There's another
3: Kyriakos. There's another Kyriakos brother.
2: Victor Jr. Yeah,
3: it's two of. Them. They can it, bring it, one of them back. Yeah, it, Leo. It, it, and that it, would that would if they keep Sonny, and even in recurring, that would really be something.
2: Yeah. They, um. Yes. Two more is um the twins. Yeah. It's, it's it's Victor and Joe. And with yeah. Sunny with Sonny yeah. leaving, it would be nice to have another
0: one of those brothers on. And exactly. Yeah so interesting because victor does not like leo and so it would neither be, does alex neither does alex so it would be so interesting to see mm-hmm. another Kiriakis brother
2: yeah and, and i would and i would have them go by a middle name like Teresa does
3: thank you
2: because like yeah i'm like good lord because we all know days is the soap that loves naming people after people I would have him go. Well, it was kind of stupid. Well, no, I get why they did it with Teresa because when she first came on, I didn't give a fuck about who Teresa. I'm just like, because y'all know, Jen literally left a bad taste out in my mouth after she did. She was maxing. I'm like, oh Lord, thank God, and throwing back. But she was perfect for days. Though, I'm just like
4: mm-hmm. Teresa.
2: Who was this little girl? But well, when I found out she was Little Jeannie Donovan, I can't. So you know, uh, and I kind of get it. Who wants to go okay. by Jean? So I get right. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if, if you know, Joey and, and Joey, and if they bought on Joe, he would have to, because it's like, you can't have two Joeys the same age running around.
3: Right. And
2: fuck yeah, that. I don't give a damn.
3: Don't be calling and, and, him and JoJo. T- no, and, and,
2: and, back and, back until, back. And, and until John Anderson goes up to the upper room, God forbid, anytime soon, there's only one victim
3: right so Let's like see, you okay, know no,
0: hold on that's ridiculous to say when you turn on the young and the restless and at one point there were two phillips they just went by different you know chance and then well but yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. that
2: was a junior but that's situation. what i'm saying and that was saying, different but that's what i'm saying casey mm-hmm. so it's so like people by, by chance because chance is so like so a song. nickname chance right. is a nickname and
0: right. then there are select people that do call him Philip. oh who, who right. really
2: calls chance Philip? Ain't nobody just, called Chance. Fifteen when when um Pin Bagley was playing him and he was <laughs> lit. <laughs> nah, ever really since he's been grown, out they out called of. him Chance. he ain't he been, been Little Philip and Twinkie yet. Like no, because yeah, because I mean it's bad enough on days we have John and Johnny. <laughs> so it's just like no, right. I didn't like it on God and Light where we had Bill and Billy, and then on then why not we got Nick and Nicky. Victor and Victoria. Like no, I like that people have their own identity and their own. Name. Well, they're so
0: that doesn't even make any sense. I'm not going to argue with you about that. It is their own identity. What are you talking about? Nick is named after Nikki's father, and Victoria is named after Kevin Bancroft's like mother or aunt. Like, it's not. It's not Nick and Nikki, Victor and Victoria. I mean, sure, they kind of homogenized it that way, mm-hmm. but the,
2: what, well, parents, no, because you know me, I always call them Nicholas and Victoria. But yeah, like it's just, it's, it's, you yeah. it's just, and plus times like it, times have changed, Casey. People go by nicknames, they go by middle names because I there are a lot of people, I got, but, girl, I live out in the real world just like you do. I but no, what I'm saying is, Casey, people like to have yeah, their own identity. Do you know how many juniors there are that they hate that? There are people who are my age, 35, 36 years old. Oh, little so-and-so. Junior, look, I'm a grown-ass man, and <laughs> I don't like that? that. You know, some <laughs> people don't like that. And, my dad and they junior, they he fucking hates on, it. Yeah, it's just like, you know, if they brought on Vic or, or Joe, he they can go by a nickname, or they can go by their middle name, because like I said, some people don't want to be seen as that little so-and-so their entire life. It was ridiculous on... On God and right, kind of how you, well no, Bill was going by Bill, and Billy was they're going by Billy. But yeah, you know, but you know, that was Bill. We let that slide because that was God like, that's all right. But yeah, it's just like, no, they it it, it just it get it gets muddled and confusing. It's bad enough we have an Alex and a Xander. Uh, <laughs> when Xander should have just been Alex, quiet right. as his catch. <laughs> like, yeah. So, you know, I, yeah, I just, I'm really like that with names. Like, like on GH, if they ever brought on Christina Baldwin, who they never bring up. Yes, we have a Christina Corinthos Davis. Just give her a nickname. Name, name, like, give her Coco. A daughter raised by Lucy would go by Coco. Trust me. Or just Tina. Tina would be fine. No, because it would be Christina and Tina. No. <laughs> her name could be Coco it's, it's
1: different enough. It would, it would fly.
2: It could be Coco Baldwin because she would be fun and spunky like Lucy and all that. Because Serena is more like an asshole like Scotty, <laughs> but you know Coco could be kind of plucky like Lucy. So yeah, it's, it's just things yeah. like that. Like I would want them like like I said, nobody in twenty twenty two wants to be called Little So and So or or because it does get like that, Casey. You kind of live in that person's shadow you were named after. You know what, it's just like, no.
3: Yeah. (sighs) Anyways.
0: Well, anyway, what a great conversation about the thousand most popular names on soap operas. Anyway, um, before we call it a night, we must talk about the tragic passing of Leslie Jordan. Um, Uh. The Fox sitcom Call Me Cat has halted production following the untimely death of Leslie Jordan Jordan portrayed Phil, a newly single gay man who works as the head baker at the cafe owned by the titular cat, played by Mayim Bialik. The Emmy winner had completed work on a total of nine episodes for its current third season. Um, Thursday night's episode, Call Me Uncle Dad, will air as scheduled and will include an in-memoriam dedicated to Leslie Jordan, Bialik posted a statement from her, the cast, and producers of Call Me Cat, adding that Jordan was a dear mentor and a beloved friend. Um, Emmy, what did you think of the very tragic and timely passing of Leslie Jordan?
3: So that happened the first day of my vacation, and I am still not wearing. I thought it was a joke because I was, you know, because I'm TikTok famous. I was on a TikTok live video and I saw it on Facebook and I'm like, no, this is not true. And then I went to TMZ, which we all know TMZ is, you know, the ambulance chaser. They said, you know, what had happened and it's what had happened and where he was headed is even more tragic than him dying. He was on his way to the set of Call Me Cat. And had a medical emergency and then crashed his car into a building. It's like, what? Like, my Leslie? Like, no, no, no. And you know what's even funnier? I mentioned his death to people that I don't even think watch TV currently. And they all knew who I was talking about. And they all had a different project. Some brought up Sword Lives, Will and Grace. Uh, American Horror Story, like everybody had their different thing, and I'm just like this guy touched everybody. Uh, I'm still, I'm still not over it. it. Happened Monday. I'm still not over it. Still not over it. And I told Casey the one thing that makes me sad is he died single in real life. That makes me so sad because I watched the talk, and all he talks about is oh one day I hope I find somebody blah 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 you know. He got his first condo recently and he was just so happy and he exploded on Instagram during the pandemic. He went from 80,000 followers to 4 million. And I'm just, I'm so sad. I am so fucking sad.
0: Yeah. It's very, very heartbreaking because when I, I was on the way to work and when I saw the TMZ report, I said, this can't be true. Like, this is misinformation. They misunderstood something. It was definitely one of those deaths where I was like, wow. Like, that just happened. It was quite shocking. Um, And I can only imagine what the cast and crew of Call Me Cat are feeling right now as eventually they do have to return to work. And they do have to do something about his character that's just it's so so sad um and i also feel of course for the cast of will and grace oh my god who didn't love beverly leslie oh amazing amazing character um alan what do you think of the passing of leslie jordan
1: like that because he's had such a great career and he's one of the few elderly gay actors we had back in the day because in the 90s and 2000s there weren't that many openly gay actors you we, we saw in a bunch of stuff like Will and Gray said Boston Legal where he had that arc where he played yes. and, and Betty White killed him in a frying pan
0: yes oh my god
1: that was so memorable I, that's some of his best work just so sad he, like Abby said he bought his first condo at this age and he didn't even really get to enjoy it so tragic.
0: Tix, what were your thoughts on the untimely death of
2: Leslie Jordan? I was I was shocked. I was shell shocked, and I like yeah, I've always loved Leslie Jordan. Like he's always been hilarious, <laughs> a key and a cap of me. And above all else, I just, I feel sorry for his mom because his mom is still alive. And like, no parents should have to bury their kids, especially now when you that goddamn old shit. But like I'm happy that he did get his flowers while he was here because sometimes you have a lot of actors like Leslie Jordan who people know and people like, but they never truly get their due and their recognition. that He did. And I'm glad that he had that, you know, the same thing about like with Jennifer Coolidge, like I've loved that motherfucker since American pie. And like, for her to finally be getting her flowers now after all this time, it's like those actors that you just know, they're somebody. And you're happy that the rest of the world finally realizes it. And that was kind of what it was with Leslie Jordan. It, he was, you know, such a comfort during the pandemic. Like him, him and Tabitha Brown was doing the Lord's work. Okay. You know, the, it, it was just, you know, People were just in their houses and stuck, not going nowhere. And he was just like, well, shit. What do y'all doing? Because, shit, I ain't doing nothing. I'm sitting here with my mom. Shit. Not doing a damn thing. Can't work. Can't fuck. Can't do nothing. What y'all do? And it was funny. He was just such a warm, lighthearted, funny person. And this world gets ugly and cruel and dark and... It's people like him who add light to it. And with him being gone, the world got a little bit dimmer and that's fucked up. And I'm really sad we'll
3: never get his memoirs because I bet that that was going to be one of the best books ever written.
0: Well, he did um, release a book um, a few years ago, um, though, which was more of like a personal growth type of this is how I've grown. Um and it's called How Y'all Doing. And it's it's so great. It was one of his like um it was he published like I think four other books as well. Um, so yeah, his stories are out there though. His stories are definitely out there. Um, and I think he is one of those people that will be remembered for decades to come because he was truly, truly unforgettable. <sighs> anyway, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the chat. Um, Emmy, where can our listeners keep up with you before you come back and visit again?
3: MS, Emmy Morgan, um, all social media platforms, including TikTok where I'm famous. Thank you.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Great. Thanks. Um,
0: and then, <laughs> Tix, what about you, darling?
2: You can find me at the Ben Master Part 2, Talking Shit, and not give him a fuck with y'all. <laughs>
0: and then, Alan, what about you, darling?
1: Charles, are all
0: Wonderful. And you can find me at KCS Hutch. You can find our show on Twitter at the chat underscore podcast. And you can find us on Facebook at The Chat Show Podcast. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.
4: Bye.
2: Bye. Bye, motherfuckers.
0: Oh, merciful Jesus.